0: Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And today we are going to be talking about cannibals. (laughs) Yeah! You know, it's funny, I'm glad that we, uh, in fact, I did this on purpose. I finished watching the movies probably two days ago, Mm -hmm. so you know, and I got everything ready. So today, you know, I didn't have to like finish it up and like, like get a kick in the gut by the movie. Yeah. So no, I'm feeling good, man. Oh, and
1: I did the same thing. I watched them early, and I actually watched part of Grim Love today to finish it off. Uh-huh. But I was able to do. I took today and tomorrow off because it's fall break here, uh-huh. and so I did some extracurricular research on cannibalism. Well, Uh-oh. on on uh, on like Grim Love and some stuff like that. Oh, so nice! I I learned a lot.
0: So uh, we can
1: I can't wait to hear what you got for us. Yeah, you're going well, I
0: assume you're gonna wait for the, till we go over the movie.
1: Yeah, it's not I mean it's just the kind of stuff we talked about earlier. Because it led me down I went to Oh rotten. my gosh, it is so, it and is a bunch so of gruesome. Other stuff. oh brutal.
0: There were a lot of this could have been a love your junk episode, by the way. Every yeah. si- every single movie had a wiener being cut off. Yeah.
1: Disturbing. Yeah. And and eaten. Well and played with. Did you Yeah, see? there was
0: one awesome playing with scene. That was
1: sweet <laughs> Why? I go. I was watching. I go. You know what? I bet Sam just got a boner. Well, I was watching to see if that guy's uh, if he started going like all the way to midnight. But do you
0: know? That, did you know that guy's a porn star?
1: Yeah, we we'll, oh, yeah we'll talk about it later. Well, uh, let me tell you something else on that. I got a six degrees through one degree. That dude's in Spider Man. Oh whoa! Yeah, really? Yeah. That dude is in Spider-Man, and he was in both of the Ferox and Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, he was. So I just went to Spider. Just ride straight to Spider-Man. Nice. We'll
0: talk about more about that yeah. guy because that guy did like two kinds of movies: pornos and cannibal well, movies. It's hand in hand. I mean, it all—it's the same thing. <laughs> They're all eating some meat, either oh, way. A human. Wow. <laughs> damn it. Oh well, we got a lot of stuff to go over today, so let's just get right into it. First of all, I, w- I want to say that Allison Chains' the new album
1: kicks my balls in wow it's so good i've only heard part of one song and i oh dude i almost shut it i've been listening to
0: it ever like non-stop since tuesday so just like we did a megadeth a couple of weeks ago we're gonna was that last episode yeah Yeah. so now we're gonna do this is allison chains off their newest album dude and that's what we're gonna be doing
1: today i have got to give you a lot of credit for for bringing this stuff. Because usually, you know, we're listening to music. I'm like, yeah, i kind of listen to that. Uh-huh. But you bring Megadeth and Alice in Chains, and like they're Dude, awesome. I didn't bring them. I cannot stop listening to I, Megadeth. I am and, only a disciple. Oh. And they are awesome, the artists. Awesome stuff.
0: No, dude. And I gave you all the Megadeth albums, so you've got a lot of great yeah. stuff to go over. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Where have you been? Just in my little sheltered, <laughs> you know, hole in the ground, I guess. Well, nice.
0: I, I'm glad that, that I, I could uh, pierce the eggshell. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, okay, so um, a couple of things, one big announcement, D- Scare Tactics starts again on Tuesday, oh, I'm stoked yeah. for that, I love that show, man, yeah. I don't know what it is, uh, sci-fi, I mean, listen... Did it just start last Tuesday? No, 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 it's starting, okay. it's starting a Tuesday, so okay, this will probably be out Saturday, so yeah. so yeah, when, if you get this early, I love that show, I am stoked for it, yep. um, also, uh, did you see any good uh, horror movies? I
1: have seen some horror movies, oh, and wow. that actually leads you I, into. I've seen a bunch. Okay. Now I'm I'm inserting a new segment. It's a new contest that we're going to be doing every single week, and it's called "What is Mike Thinking."
0: Okay. Right
1: now, I, I did put up. Wait, a, wait, wait, wait. What is Mike thinking? Yeah. You know what?
0: If if that if if we if we don't get more specific than that, I'm going to get hammered. Oh, oh my gosh, Mike! Right now. is this thing is just like that kid that freaked out when his mom turned off his WoW account sticking a <laughs> sticking a remote up his butt. That's no. That's what people no, are going to no. say.
1: I, I w- I'm going into detail on it. So it's a okay. contest here. And what we're going to do is I watch a shitload of movies. Nice. I watch them on my iPod. When I, I take my iPod everywhere and I uh-huh. watch them. So I'm watching them every night before bed. So what I wanted to do was there's a lot of movies we're just not going to get to and maybe we will down the road. Eventually, sure. All right, so what it is is we're gonna we're gonna put three movies out. I'm gonna put them up on the titles on the forums, and then I'm gonna come back to you, and you have to rate them in one of four areas. Kay. Either I haven't seen it, haven't seen it. Don't bother. Don't bother. Rent it rent. or buy it. Okay. Okay. Easy enough. Yep. So that's that's gonna be the uh... shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> we're gonna have to go on the forums and look what I put. Okay. I'll pause it. All right. So. We checked the contest the official yeah. contest rules. So I want to make sure that we're exactly right. So it's don't bother. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's don't bother. No, it, I it haven't watched haven't it. If haven't seen it, don't yeah. bother, watch or buy. <laughs> Thanks for helping me with my own damn ass contest, dude. <laughs> so anyways, all right, so that's what the ratings are. So now somebody took a guess. Now I want people to email me their guesses because I don't want people copying. That's why I haven't put it on oh, like a thread. Right. So I'll I'll post the movies, but then just send me an email with Sam it. Sam at cadaverlab dot com. That is correct. Okay. So here's the three movies. Okay. Somebody oh, we only got one email. I got one email on it. So we'll see if you can Well, right. we
0: haven't announced it on the on I the... only did it two days you know, before should... we recorded. Okay. Okay. No. So fine. F- so now like I'll go on. So home. do they have to go to the they have to go to the site in order to yep. um,
1: okay. They have to go to the forums and you then you'll have to look and I'll post the three movies. Okay, and then you'll email me with your guesses.
0: That means you need to sign up for the forums early
1: because I'm That's a right. slacker, and, 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 and I need it. And I need to approve. We're going to give good stuff out. I'm going to go buy DVDs. Like i go to the bargain bin and I'm going to buy a bunch, Sweet. And, and I'm going to just give them away. Now, if you've already got them, too bad. But I'm just going to do that. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. Actually, you know what? I may, I may give people a choice. I may you know, okay. Anyways, That's cool. so the, here's the first three movies. So, am I going to rate them? Uh, yeah, you don't have to go into detail. All you do is say one of those three things. All I right. haven't seen it. Don't bother. Watch it or buy it. Okay. Okay. The first movie is The Mutant Chronicles. Haven't seen it. Okay.
0: I, did, well, I Wait, wait. I saw about five minutes of it on sci fi, but I'm count. still going with yeah, haven't, haven't seen,
1: seen it. it. Okay. All right. Uh, pieces. Buy it. Okay. And The Psychic. Haven't seen it. That's, you haven't that's seen it, that's a the Fulky, Lucio right? Fulci? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. Okay. Well, uh, Kruger Dude. Let's see, Yeah, Kruger dude put a guess in, and he, saw, he thought that you hadn't seen Mutant Chronicles, that was good, yep. but he thought that you'd have Psychic and uh, Pieces both as watch.
0: Oh, okay. I love Pieces.
1: Yeah, so that's good. Alright, so he did not get that right. Okay, so what, what does that mean? Does that mean you just go on to the next one? Yeah, so I'm gonna put three more movies in because now everybody will hear this, and so it doesn't do any good. Oh, so I'll right. post three more movies next time, and then on the next episode, I'll ask you three movies, and awesome. then you'll just say those same things. So do it, all right? Yeah, we okay. had enough, By just, the way, by the way, I
0: want to mention real quick, Kruger yeah. Dude. I've been I've been uh, over to uh, YouTube.com/slash/user/slash/KrugerNation. Go over there and watch his reviews. He's, I mean, they're they're pretty. I mean, they're really good reviews, and he's pretty funny. So. Oh, good. Yeah, so go over there and support him. He's doing. I, you know what? I, I love that there's just all this stuff out there for us to go do. And when Johnny's such a cool guy, let's, uh, let's go and support him. And, uh, I mean, don't go over there just because he's a cool guy. Go over there because they Cause kick ass. Right, yeah. right.
1: Good. And then I'll just go ahead and mention a couple of other contests. These are on the, It's on the front page of the forums, too, if, or, I mean, of uh, cadaverlab.com mm-hmm. if you want to go see it. But um, another contest we had was to guess Sam's birthday, and um, – what the the clue basically was? What no, other? No, no. I thought it was to guess a
0: person who was born exactly
1: on. Yeah, your it's birthday. the same thing. Okay, all right. So yeah, but it, <laughs> uh, okay. it's basically guess Sam's birthday by. There's a horror icon chick who shares the exact same birthday with me. Now I mentioned this on an earlier episode. Yes, somebody got this, didn't? Roy they? Roy Batty got this really quick, and I want to yeah. say nice work on that. He paid. He goes for some reason it just stuck with me. I don't know why <laughs> I remembered that. And he he also said that he uh, he's on an ambulance. So he, okay. ro- he roams the ambulance at night, just the roads, looking for people to pick up, scrape up. If you ever see zombies, I want to hear about it first. Um, Excellent. But he's got some of his uh, buddies listening to too. So uh, cool. stay safe out there. Anyways, he got it. December seventeenth, nineteen 1975.
0: You know why? I, I would I remember that, too, because of her itty-bitty
1: boobies <laughs> from the Fifth Element. <laughs> the Fifth Element. That's where I saw yes. this for the first time, too. It's nice. awesome. And then the final uh, contest, and I'll be doing one of these every time too, is a six degrees. Now, I was really impressed with the six degrees. Wait, wait. Somebody got Eyes Without a Somebody Face? Somebody got eye- within like three steps. It took me wow. it took me five steps, I think. And so they got this really quick. But anyways, so it was, uh, it was Blur the Technicolor. Uh-huh. Got this Liam. right. Liam. And he said that uh, Alita Volley, was, uh, who was in Eyes Without a Face, but was also in Suspiria with Udo Kier, who was in Shadow of the Vampire with Willem Dafoe, who was in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. Now, the impressive thing about that was that he did it through horror movies. Like, Excellent. He went straight all the way except for Spider-Man, which, you know, that's tough. But <laughs> he, he did the, he did the horror movies all the way through. So nice work on that, too. So Listen, you could say Spider-Man
0: 2, and anything with uh, any guy named Doc Cock is, is a horror movie. So... <laughs> Very nice. Well, so that's, well, that's what I get. Every time we make a ding-dong joke,
1: we should like ding a bell or something. We should we should like have a buzzer. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Nice. We're going to need a siren for this episode to talk about <laughs> no, junk no all kidding. over the place. Uh, also, are you are you done that? I am. That's, yeah. Those are the contests. Basically, Sam
0: is stepping it up, man. Way to go. Trying.
1: Awesome. let keep it fresh.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. So I wanted to shout, uh, make a shout-out to Rotten138. Uh, Aka Corey, for, he sent us a couple of uh, really great movie reviews, both for uh, the haunted world of El Super Bisto, which is a new animated Rob Zombie movie. Which is, uh, I watched it. I picked it up and watched it. And uh, uh, read Corey's review because it's pretty much there. There's a lot of uh, of um, there's a lot of funny parts, things like that. But I, I mean, I didn't think it was excellent, but it was good. Doctor Satan was in it. But uh, he also did a review on a movie called Trick or Treat. Which, um, I think comes out pretty quick. I don't think it's out quite... How'd you get that, dude? Can't believe it. Anyway, so I was watching it this afternoon, and, uh... How'd you get it? <laughs> anyways, I was watching it this afternoon. I only caught about the first 40 minutes. Uh, Rotten gave it a, a 10 out of 10, and I've got to say, it was pretty... It was a fun movie. Huh. And I've only seen the first 40 movie or forty minutes. You know, it, uh, it was just kind of light and... Uh, comedic but you know it was cool Hmm. so i'm looking forward to finishing that up i want to say thanks for that um also um let's see McPierce sent us something in remember how we talked about uh machete yeah 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 danny trejo is actually right now making that movie i don't i don't know what part of the thing they're in what part of production they're in right now but they are making a full-length movie of that so i am stoked about that that's cool you know what the funny thing is though is uh I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but my examiner, my my, uh, you know, I write for the Examiner uh-huh. and uh, is the Salt Lake Horror Examiner. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is you know what I've used it to do lately? To get, get into free stuff, <laughs> get into haunted attractions, <laughs> and write some. Listen, you know what? I write it up. People people hit it, so it's like you know what? I yeah. guess. But but to me, I'm just stoked that I'm that I'm going to get to go through the uh, all these haunted attractions anyway. So I'm talking to one guy. About it, and uh, it was at the Castle of Chaos for those of you who are uh, who live here in uh, Salt Lake City or are going to be here. And I was talking to the uh, he he wasn't one of the owners, but I was talking to a different guy. Basically, uh, you know, gave me the rundown on everything. But getting it back to Danny Trejo, I saw some pictures of Danny Trejo with the owner of the place who I met, and the owner of the place was like my same size, like he was yeah. you know he was same height and you know whatever. And I saw a picture with him and Danny Trejo in it. And, oh, my gosh, Danny Trejo went up to his, like, belly button. Are you, he's a little dude? He's a little dude. Really? But you know what? He is one of the most badass little dudes. Yeah. I actually just watched Dust Till Dawn, too. He's a cool dude. But my, my final point is, is that since I shook this guy's hand, and this guy shook Danny Trejo's hand, I've shaken Danny Trejo's hand. That's awesome, man.
1: How about that? Yeah. I feel great. That's important. That's all, That's second only to pee two stalls away from Pinhead. Well, I feel like I've got pee <laughs> splashed on me from you, because we've done that. Well... Fishing. I think we were touching legs up fishing. Like, you know what? I've been trying to put that out of my mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So,
0: um, is there anything else? I've got. We got some. I've got. got I've got some, one more okay, announcement. Let's one more announcement.
1: Okay. So, this, like Mike was talking about with the Examiner, uh, I write the Examiner. I write for the Examiner too. I do book reviews. <laughs> (laughs) And uh, out of nowhere, we got contacted by um, a representative from Delray Books who wants to know if we want to interview an author who is putting out a new Star Wars horror novel. That kicks butt. Which is awesome. Yes. So that's supposed to come out October 13th. So watch for it. I'm not going to. Unless this, in case this doesn't happen, I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of detail on uh-huh. it. But um, the guy said he was shipping the books out, so I'm going to hurry and read them, and then I'm going to interview the guy right before his book comes out. So we'll probably put a little bit on the on the podcast about you that. But a horror novel is, in the that Star Wars awesome. universe? I am I love those Star Wars books, anyways. I'm call me a nerd, but I really enjoyed the books. And to, so to do a horror novel would be awesome. Yeah, it'll be great. I wonder how they're going to do that. I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be,
0: that'll be wild.
1: Because there's been some of the books where it kind of dabbles in like there's some clones that go wrong and stuff like that, and there's uh-huh. some aliens that are pretty dark. Uh-huh. So I wonder, I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's going to be odd. Maybe just more graphic as far as what happens. Maybe, I, don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe like a slasher type deal yeah. or something. It's going to Who knows? Like, that'll be cool. I yeah, can't I'm excited. wait. Uh, you know what we ought to do is uh, Robert R. Best is sending me a copy of his Lakewood Memorial. Yeah, which I am stoked for. We should uh, we should have you read and do that on the yeah, examiner.
1: Do. In fact, there was another book that we talked about last time. Uh, S- uh swans stay dead. Is that what it was? Yeah, was it? It was the one. No, you had a copy of it. You, I think you wrote something for the back of it. I dead Oh, that is oh, okay. Dead, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So I need that one too. In fact, oh, I'm, and we'll. You know what? I'll send those. I'll
0: send that with you. I yeah, do
1: because I, I'm 30 pages away from the book I'm reading right now, which I hate. It's taken me two weeks to get. Why it. do you hate it? I'm not, uh, it's Wicked. Have you guys ever, the Wicked, like the stage play Wicked about the Wicked Witch of the West? Uh, no. So I'm reading the book because supposedly, and true to form, there's a lot of shit in that book that is off-color. Like we're talking bestiality, all this stuff that goes on. It's like, it's nothing like the play. So I'm like, sweet, I'll check out the book. Oh my gosh, the, it's it's just horrible. I mean, all that stuff is in there, but... <laughs> I just hate every minute of it, so it's really? taking me a while to get through it. So anyways, I'm looking forward to something else, so send those with me. Cool. Awesome.
0: Uh, let's see. Okay, so listen, you know how we do it here. We typically don't go over a lot of emails, but uh, we got a few extra special emails this week that uh, you know I wanted to go over. So uh, first of all, um, and this is kind of a pimp my show, quote, unquote, section, where uh, it's brand new to the podcast. Who knows if, uh, if it will happen again? It just so happens. Uh, but anyways... Um, Aaron, uh, who is uh, – I don't know if you remember, Aaron. He called in when we did the horror in the public domain. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he this guy knows more about public domain yeah. than anybody that I have ever right. known. So basically what he's done is he's created a site. It's at uh, dmdrivein.com. uh stands for dollar movie Drivein.com. Oh, I'm sorry. It's dmdrivein.wordpress.com. Uh, we have a link for it actually on cadaverlab.com. But anyway, basically, what he does is he goes and uh, he puts up, he makes these, these uh, movies available for you to watch. You know, he's gone through this guy, th- like I said, this guy knows everything that there is to know practically about um, the public domain movies. And so, I mean, th- this guy's going to be putting out like the hidden gems, things like that. However, in October, he's starting the, uh, let's see, he calls it the Horror Fest. So make sure to go to DMDriveIn, or sorry, yeah, DMDriveIn.wordpress.com. Uh, visit, um, uh, you know, say hi to Aaron when he's over there. Cause listen, I mean, he's doing this just because he
1: loves to do it. Well, I was going to say that, that guy, like, he, he knows his stuff. I remember him calling and oh, he's yeah. like, I really don't want to do a podcast. I'm not comfortable doing that, but I want to do something. Well, good job. Well, there doing he goes. Something. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So go there and I've checked it out and, um,
0: it, it's, I mean, the, the, I can't, I mean, I, it's unbelievable, the, the movies that he, that are out mm. there, apparently. Because we've been talking back and forth, like on Facebook and whatnot, and uh, he's actually listed off a bunch of the horror movies that he's going to have coming up in October, and I'm stoked. So I'm going to go down there.
1: So yeah. just just so I understand how mm-hmm. this works, because I haven't been over there yet. Mm-hmm. So do you just go over there, and he lists the movies, and you can get them there? No, no like you the can links? actually watch them there. You can okay, so stream you can and, just, and watch Okay, so you stream and watch, watch yes. it right from his site. Oh, yes. that's great. So
0: it's awesome. That is great. Go there, check it out dmdrivein.wordpress.com uh all right depend my show this one's great man i'm just gonna read it april 19th 2009 angry glob podcast is formed and met with an instant cult following may 28th 2009 episode 4 romero is dead part 4 is released july 10th 2009 the final nail on the grave is placed by the misplacing of the iPod used for the show's preparations. It was all over until now. The Angry Glob podcast is back. <laughs> this guy's so funny. He said it a he said in a, a uh, review of Final Destination Two. But uh, basically, I instead of instead of going over that, I just want to say, uh, just go just go check it out. It's hilarious. So uh, and also, I want to read. Uh, read the last (laughs) I'm a dick (laughs) all that all that set up because I wanted to read this final uh, final statement please post or read on the show I need to get out I need to get myself out there again please (laughs) oh you know what go over there and check it (laughs) out (laughs) I just thought that was so funny, man. <laughs> oh, that's oh great. come on, Teague. We love you. It's Teague Clements over there. He's, oh, nice. He's Canadian, but uh, uh, what yeah. the? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I'm not laughing at mm-hmm. you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, go over there and check it out. Go, hey, tough break. You know, horror podcasters. We got to. We got to band together, man. We're dropping off like flies. Are you?
1: People are leaving? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought that'd be good to say. I was say that's news to me. All right, so we got one last email
0: that I want to talk about. Uh, uh, it was from a apparently someone who hasn't con- ta- contacted us yet. Her name is Allison. Uh, the subject—did you read this one? No, I, I didn't. See I it. was going to say I, I don't. I didn't know if she sent it to both of us, but I told her that I'm going to uh, I'm going to save this one so we can get your uh, reaction on the show. Uh, let's just say that the subject, and this should give you an idea is thanks in effin' lot, Sam. <laughs> All right, so, so here it is. Hey, guys, I've been slacking, so I was catching up on a few older episodes today. I had a particularly humiliating moment, thanks to Sam, in episode 38. I was standing around at the office, being a good little cube monkey with my iPod on, and when Sam barked at the beginning of the episode, it startled me, and I jumped, causing me to fall out of my shoe a little, so I stepped back... Tripped over the chair, and fell, hit my cheek on the keyboard tray, and in the process of falling, knocked my <laughs> bottle of water over and landed with my skirt flipped up, showing my thankfully cute panties and <laughs> covered in water. Seriously, I don't mind being knocked around a bit and left gasping and wet with my dress pulled up, but really, I usually have more fun than this, or at least a twenty that gets left on the nightstand. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny, man. Uh, That's the funny part, but she goes on to say, I adore listening to you guys, and I have been for a really long time. Thank you for never failing to amuse me. And by the way, yes, I do flick my bean while listening to you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Uh, P.S. And by the way, it never gets old with you guys making penis and balls commentary. It's really seriously cute. (laughs) But there you go. That sucks. You know what they had to do? We could have killed somebody. I was going to say, at their office... They had uh, 220 days without an accident until you. Now it's done now zero. Now it's done. I don't really remember barking. Oh, I do. You do? Yeah, it was hilarious. Really? Oh Yeah, it was a little unexpected. I don't remember what it was. It was probably some kind of a, of a manly uh, show of uh, some kind of a sexual. Did I do like that? Do I? So should we get into some voicemails? Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Hey, calling
2: about your last episode. Uh, Congratulations, Mike, on pronouncing Manfredini correctly. Sam, your hatred of Canadians pales only to your hatred of the mustache, midgets, and Kevin Bacon. This one's for Stephen from JFMP, uh, speaking on the Canadian hating theme. I know you like Rush, but they suck. You're going to be like, Neil Peart is the best drummer ever. Yeah, shut up. Geddy Lee is HR puffin' stuff scary. He's witchy-poo from Ontario, swum on Molson Golden. And watching hockey, eh? And Kevin Bacon. Sorry, Sam. That pole smokers from the Great White North. Bacon, Canadian, Canadian bacon. It's ham. Shut up. Uh, James from Dry Blood. Jesus, fuck. Ron, you're awesome. And this last one's for Sam again. May Kevin Bacon, Mustache Midget, singing Tom Sawyer, grab your junk underneath your covers tonight. This is Richard from Michigan, and Julie, you're still annoying.
0: He basically covered all the bases on there. Wow. I think in that one voicemail, he uh, summarized everything that we've ever said. 42 episodes were nice work, dude. 41, I guess, but nice work.
1: Awesome. That is funny.
3: Oh, hey, Mike, Sam. This is Florida Possum. I bet you thought I forgot about Sam calling me out way back when. You know, daring me, defying me. Anyway, I didn't. Um. Oh, but I'm really tired, you know, because I just got it from Horror Realm. Oh, you know, Horror Realm in Pittsburgh. You know, Ken Foray, um, Tony Todd, uh, Bill Mosley. Oh, and Tiffany. Tiffany, who was that? Tiffany Shepist. That's it. She was so nice and so cute. She was just adorable. We sat and chit-chatted, had a smoke together. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, and Corey was there. That's right. Corey and I hung out and had some drinks and talked to a bunch of people. And oh, Too bad you guys didn't get to go. Oh, so sorry. Maybe maybe next year? I, I don't know. I know. Utah's a long way. But, you know, I did fly a longer ways. Well, I just wanted to say hi and say, geez, we all, and I do mean so many of us, missed you um, in Horror Realm. Too bad you're such douchebags. See you later, guys.
1: You know, i did you sense any sarcasm or any sort of, I, I didn't. She was sincere. No,
0: she, she actually, like, sincerely missed us. Yes, I could tell. And was hoping that we would have been there.
1: <laughs> oh, I could tell.
0: By the way, I don't know if cute and adorable are the words that I would use to describe Tiffany Shepis. Really? I would use...
4: <laughs> I'm going to have to see
1: who no, that is. No, by the way,
0: man. that was totally rude. She calls up and she rubs
1: it in her face. But at least we know she's alive. At least we that, know she's that, alive. That's true. I yes. mean,
0: it, as long as... But uh, even though now that we know she's alive, and uh, just to piss us off, <laughs> just, no one, no one would ever. I, I just can't believe the, the guts of some people to I call know, up geez. and rub our face in that. Uh, yeah, that's all.
3: On. Oh, hey guys, Florida possum again. Did I mention that Tom Savini showed up a couple of days unexpectedly? Yeah, he did. Um, I couldn't remember if I told you or not, but I did want to tell you. Yeah, and I, I got to meet him, and yeah, yeah, I met Ken Foray and yeah. Anyway, have fun.
1: Bye. No comment.
0: Really? (laughs) You call in to rub it in again? I mean, that's cruel, first of all. You know what I can't wait
1: for? What? Is the Salt Lake, uh, Salty Horror Show. Salty Horror Film Festival, man. It's going to be out next year. Let's see if you come to that. Listen, speaking. Because I'm going to call your show, and I'm going to tell you (laughs) all the people that were there. Oh, my gosh. Mike from Cadaver Lab was there. You know what? And he is... Just so handsome It was just awesome We were able to get 3-2 beer And it, it kicked so much ass At the Salty Salty Horror Film Festival By the
0: way I got the website out It's not done But it is up and running SaltyHorrorFilmFestival.com Like I said It's not done Corey from uh, The Midnight Podcast Actually helped out With two awesome logos nice. So go check it out uh, Filmmakers Get your uh, films entered It's going to be awesome Good stuff at least, you know, at least Florida possum's done rubbing our faces in it, right? Uh, I hope so.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I just wanted to um, clear up something. No, Canadians aren't nice. They're passive aggressive. They just look nice. Trust me. I live here for 10 years. Passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. And did I mention that I met Tom Savini or that Tiffany Shepus was cute as a bug? Um,. Oh, you know, I just want to make sure I mention it. Oh, yeah. And why don't you, like, change your answering machine? Like, this, it just sounds way too nice for you two guys. And, and I don't know what the fax thing is. Like, seriously, I'm not sending you a fax. So, anyway, um, if I hear any more errors, I'll call you back and let you know. Florida Possum, over and out.
1: Listen, all you need to know about Canadians, and this is where I learned about the Canadians are dastardly bastards. <laughs> <clears throat> if you ever watch South Park... Any Canadian that's portrayed on South Park, their head like comes open. Well, it, it, it's like a hinge It unattaches and they, from their jaw. That's right. And they have black beady eyes. That's when I knew <laughs> that I wasn't alone in my hatred of Canadians.
0: By the way, what are you talking about too nice for us?
1: We're nice. Yeah, I feel like we are. We don't make fun of anybody.
0: No. No. Not anybody. Go visit Angry Glob podcast. <laughs> There's a link on Cadaver Lab.
1: Uh, what up, Mike?
5: What up, Sam? This I was a dumbass and didn't even mention who I was in the last call I left on your show, this would be Metal Mikey calling in. I heard that message, and I'm like, holy shit, I said a whole lot of nothing, and I didn't even say who the fuck I was. Ah, go figure. But, anyways, before I begin on my episode commentary talk, because this is what it's mostly about, mainly, I did want to thank you, Mike, and you, Sam, for giving my show a plug. I should correct you, Annette. Podomatic is not the only place to find it. You could also find it on the Penny Cult Productions page, which is Obscure80s.com because, you know, Jay, he's my homeboy. He's helping me host a thing. And besides, you know, you got lots of good other shows there. you got Obscure80s Rewind. you got Slugcast. You know, in between those two shows and my dumbass, you've got like an afternoon of enjoyment there. But anyways, again, just wanted to thank you. Now, let's say we get the fuck over to actual movie talk. Let's do it. Thankfully, this is going to be short for me because I've only seen one movie that you talked about in this past episode, and that would be Planet Terror. I don't know why. I haven't really sat down and watched my DVD copy of Planet Terror on an individual basis, but of course, I saw it originally in the Grindhouse double feature. And unlike you, Mike, I gotta admit... The full four-hour experience, I was just enthralled by it. I mean, that was just a fucking rocking time. I mean, I had a great crowd of people. Both times I saw it in the theater, everybody was just reacting on cue. We were all just having a blast. I mean, I was just like, I hope this is the beginning of something great. And it kind of shat out in the box office and just, you know, kind of killed the concept. But for what it was, it was a great time. And I really did love Planet Terror. My only issue with Planet Terror, and this is kind of like speaking to the Grindhouse movie experience, is that I really think they should have put it as the second film. They really should have probably been in with Death Proof and then kind of got onto Planet Terror, sort of like the massive like five-star explosion of guts and goo and shit just near the end of the movie. So you're walking out with just an immensely silly grin. That's my only real complaint about it. Oh, and by the way, Sam, good call. I'd hate to have to waste you for, you know, you denying Rose McGowan's hotness. She is one of my actress guilty pleasures. Oh, my God. Ugh, such a hot, hot woman. But anyways, uh, again, just wanted to say thanks for the kind words. Thanks for an excellent show. By the way, you think I think you may have actually talked me into checking out Wishmasters sometime, because I initially wrote it off when it was... Out in the theaters, because I'm like, okay, Wes Craven, yeah, evil creature that, you know, people get influenced through via dreams. Oh, gee, this sounds awfully familiar. But, oh, and one more thing to Sam outside of him constantly making fun of me about Man War, which is cool, it, it caused me to laugh my ass off. I will say this for your sacrifice for your. Possible happiness in the next episode, the cannibal episode. Look at it this way. You might be influencing me towards checking out a genre that I've been really wavering about. Again, it's sort of like a thing where I know about the animal deaths in it. I know they're coming, but at the same time, I really don't want to see them. But I'm just wanting to hear what you and Mike have to say about these given movies. And maybe, you know, you'll push me towards exploring a subgenre. But anyways, you, Mike, you, Sam, and all the lovely ladies that do call in the Cadaver Lab, and all the lovely fellows, too. Wait, that sounds really terrible. Ah, fuck it all the handsome men who call in uh, the cadaver lab y'all take it easy and i will talk to you again soon all right take care bye
1: sam you look like you're about to drop a bomb <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say that that mike he was making me wonder if he was part of the uh, tandem and grim love there right there at the end when he was saying the beautiful <laughs> men <laughs> and he doesn't want to doesn't want to delve into that subgenre. Because... Bite it off, bite it off, <laughs> <laughs> bite off my thing,
4: bite off my thing. <laughs> That's what it was.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I, you know what though, Metal Mikey, I bet that after listening to this episode, you will go check out. I don't some know. Of these movies. I, I bet he will. You know what? Here's, you know, what?
0: I'm. I don't know Metal Mikey's brain waves mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, I could I could get a, a great review. Say somebody did Cannibal Holocaust, gave it a great review. Told me the subject matter, and I still may not want to go see it. If yeah. I if I weren't so uh, de- that's a, you know, desensitized, that's a good
1: point. A good point. <laughs> but
0: anyway, uh, uh, agreed with the death with the death proof first, and then Planet Terror. Uh, I didn't like Death Proof very much, only because it seemed like it took forever to get into it. Is that <laughs> is that just me? No. All the girly talk and, you know, this and that. It just was, you know, and I didn't mind the girls in it. Once the action started, it was great. But all the BS before it, I just, it was just, it just kind of bored Well,
1: and I watched a documentary on it before I'd actually seen it. Oh, really? And they showed how they did the, the part where the girls go in the car and get, like, de- get killed. Oh, and yeah. Destroyed. Was that cool? Well, it was cool, but I hadn't seen the movie yet. So then I went and watched the movie. And I'm like, shit, they showed me the climax of the. Movie. Right. We did the documentary on the, the, the thirty second climax. I mean the rest of the movie right. was just kinda of boring after that. Yeah, but Anyways. but uh, yeah, well, you know what
0: the thing is though, I still really liked all the trailers and whatnot. Even uh oh, yeah. even Eli Roth's trailers were were good. The I think his, his was uh I'm pretty sure it was Thanksgiving. Or was it the one I don't remember, it was it was either that or don't where where uh the dudes like there was a the girl that would start making out with a dude and all of a sudden his head would uh uh get chopped off. <laughs> I don't know. It's that. been a long time, but uh, I, I just remember thinking all those were cool. But okay, Rose McGowan's hot. But aren't those lips really distracting? Re- I mean, really, you know? To I, me, they are. I, so I, I distracting. didn't
1: notice it. I did not notice it. But I think it was because I had just, I had just watched Transformers two. Not not too far before. Oh, that. I have not seen that. Oh my gosh! You talk about distracting. Um, Megan Fox, while she is a pretty girl was over-the-top distracting about how hot she thought she was in that movie. I mean, it was ridiculously, obnoxiously stupid. And it just pissed me off when I I watched it. Oh, it was so bad. Shia didn't even save it for you? No. Shia was good. I mean, his lips were all right. But I'll tell you what, (laughs) Megan Fox. I mean, just the way that she'd carry herself, she thought she was so hot. And, like I said, she is pretty. But if you know you are and you you have to, like, move your mouth a certain way, oh, it just pissed me (laughs) off. Dude, so uh, we went and saw Jennifer's body. That, was, that no, was okay. I liked that show. Was, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. And she I thought she was going to annoy me in that. But I mean she did a little bit you kind know, of the way she talked, but not too bad. You know what the most annoying thing was there were two things that really annoyed me.
0: The uh, I can't remember her name right now. The Diablo Cody conversations that she wrote, you know, like the like just the teenage back and forth. Oh, yeah. And that could just be a case of me being old mm-hmm. or something. But the other thing that really bugged me was all that emo music in there. Unbelievably oh, bad. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I. It really. It just really. Just. It was distracting. It was. It was bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I freaking love satanic
1: movies and was uh, a good
0: succubus. One. So you know,
1: I'll buy it. Yeah, I thought that was a good one as far as the storyline goes and ex- I, you know, I, execution. This I would was get good. a rant from me.
0: Yeah. You know. what I mean. I, this isn't anything special. I wouldn't even buy it if I didn't have this in my collection. I wouldn't. I mean, it, it wouldn't yeah. bother me. Right. But but anyway, I mean, I figure it's worth a rental, right? Absolutely. Teenage movie, whatever. High school. It
1: was decent. But that. you know, kudos to her for having the courage to go out and claim a horror movie when she is a diva. <laughs> courage to you, Megan Fox. <laughs> really great. And your body double that was naked on the uh, getting out of the water, even uh, though I didn't even see anything.
0: That was. I don't care. I don't, I don't care even either. care. Uh, anyway, her body double had
1: ugly toes.
0: <laughs> are you on the on the on the forums, people are saying that she has ugly thumbs
1: or something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I heard a funny story about her while I was listening to Jay Moore filling on the Jim Rome show. <laughs> uh Oh, <clears throat> he was talking about how she had this. She has these tattoos of like Shakespearean um, sayings. And she claims to have made him up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like she really thinks she made the shit up? No way. Yeah. And he's like, "Don't you mean that was from like Othello, right?" And she's like, "Who? <laughs> no. King, King Lear said that, right? Oh, I don't even know who that is. I made that up. No. She firmly believes. No it. way. Yeah. He was. He like was like for scared. real, or yeah. was he being no, funny? No, he was being. Because Jay Moore gave you the touch of downs thing. Yeah, you he's loved dead that guy. one. Jay Moore has, is, I will tell you right now, Jay Moore is my all-time favorite comedian. That guy is so funny. He, you know, he's been showing him a lot of shitty uh, sitcoms lately. I like don't even which know. One? I don't know. I, I, I watch, age? he's on Gary Unmarried. I watch that every week. I think that's the one I said. Yeah, really I cannot good. stand those. Oh, he is so funny. But Duh. Jay Moore stand-up, if you ever listen to that guy, he talks about like sharing soap with your siblings. And, like, <laughs> he's like, every time I go in after my sister, I had chocolate soap. What the hell's up with that? Oh, that's gross. I Picking your brother's pubes off the soap when you're going to—I mean, you know that shit's not yours. He is funny. He is a funny guy. You know so anyway.
0: what? I—you know what—that is exactly how he grew up. Now everything's in bottles. Anyway, yeah, just share the
1: the Ivory Spring or Irish Spring or whatever. <laughs> Gross, dude. Anyways, <laughs> chocolate soap. Oh man.
6: Hi, fellas. It's Sins from Creepy Kitsch. It's been a while since I've called, so I thought I'd grace you with my 13-year-old boy-sounding voice. You're welcome. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello. I um, actually have um, bought a house with my husband, and we've been spending our time uh, painting and putting in floors. So this has been a really good opportunity for me to catch up on all of the back episodes that I haven't listened to. And uh, now whenever I get high off paint fumes, I'm going to think of uh, those wonderful, surly Muppet tones of Sam. Uh, it's wonderful. Anyway, um, the last episode I just listened to was the infamous Love Your Junk episode. I know it was a long time ago, but this is the first time I've heard it. And I got to give you guys kudos for that episode because I have never heard the phrase Vagina Ventata said so many times in such a short amount of time. Uh, you guys must have a record for that. I was so impressed. And it was it was literally just an hour of Vagina Ventata, Vagina Ventata, Vagina Ventata. I was, I was amazed. And every time you said Vagina Ventata, I started to think about the words Hakuna Matata. And then I started to put that with the song. And all day I've just been thinking about Vagina Ventata all day Um, so my gift to you now is whenever you see the Lion King and with your children you're going to think of that you're welcome again anyway uh, keep up the good work I've loved all the old episodes I've loved the last two new episodes uh, 39 and 40 which were fantastic and um, I haven't listened to 41 yet because I have no internet or computer it's currently at my house which is Internet list at the moment. Anyway, uh, can't wait to hear the next episode. Hope everything's going great. Uh, Sam keeps this really muppet voice up. Love it. Uh, Mike, you're a doll, by the way. Thank you for cheering me up by sending me very strange things in the mail. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.
1: And I thought I was the only one that had a detachable penis. send her shit in the mail no 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 oh I, no oh no no no, no i, I no. thought that's what was going on
0: no she um let's just say i'm letting her borrow my copy of uh deathbed the bed that eats ooh, There, ooh, there's nice. a movie about that, really about a bed who why eats. and
1: you know what why would there not be because that is scary Duh. Shit. Duh. yeah exactly all right I'll tell you what, though. That is funny, because now I have little kids. Oh, yeah. Every time The Lion King comes on, I'm going to laugh hysterically, and no one's even going to know why.
4: Man, Sam Do you really want to know?
1: Because this movie reminds me of a vagina with teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Where the hell did that come from?
0: I think that would shock anybody. Oh, absolutely. That would be the
1: last thing that I think they would be expecting to hear. No, what I ought to do is teach my five-year-old to say... To sing along, vagina <laughs> dentata, because you know what she does. And this, I probably shouldn't say this, but I go downstairs and I teach her. We play with the cash register, and you know, put the money in and stuff. And uh, you know what she calls it? What? The castrator. <laughs> and she, we can't get her to say it right. So if she's if she says castrator and vagina dentata, <laughs> it goes hand in hand, oh, it'll man. Be great, it'll be so great. Well, you know about when they made Shrek, the movie Shrek, then the name of the bad king is Farquaad. Right, and they did that on purpose, because kids, kids can't say Farquad, so they say Fuckwad. I'm not even. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's, no, I'm dead serious. Is that his name? Yeah, it's Farquad, and that kids, li-
0: what was it? The little short king guy. Yeah, it's Farquad. Really? Yeah,
1: and they can't say it. So so they say. So the, there's
0: 50 million kids in the in yeah. the U.S. walking around dropping that bomb. Yeah,
1: really. And there's even there's a. Section, How do you know they did it on purpose? Because I was watching about it too. There's also a point where he looks down at his at himself getting a boner under the covers. What? Yeah, it's I I can show you right where it's at. You know what? This is I'm this is still this is uh, what was that movie? The Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's that kind of crap. Well, it is man. that kind of crap. But you should watch it, and it's blatant. It's like if you. How would you not even see that? That's going I have on? seen. He's Shrek sitting in bed. And I've never seen. He's that. sitting in bed and he's got his he's got his clothes off. So he's he's sitting up and he's got his bare chested and he's taking a drink and the magic mirror shows him a picture of the the queen and he looks all of a sudden the thing like his wiener moves underneath the covers no and he looks down he lifts it up and it gets all embarrassed. It's right in the movie. I I have not pause it it. the first. What, what?
0: Like I have Shrek on tap. You do. I, ha- I think I have the DVD, but I, I'm it's, a, you. it's in one of my family's books. I'm somewhere. telling you. Really? We may have to bust that out.
1: I, let's do it. Right now? Let's do it. No, we're not going to do it. Do, we'll it. do it. We'll do it later. All right. We'll do it later. Right. We'll do
0: it when we're doing our uh, cadaver tracks. Okay. Yeah, that we'll sounds good.
1: That. Yep, because I've got it.
7: Cool. Cadaver Lab, this is Uno Shadow. I am here at Horror Realm in the crazy, strange town of Pittsburgh, fucking Pennsylvania. And it's early in the morning, um, fucking, everybody was up really late. It was a crazy day yesterday. A couple of highlights. Uh, All right, I went outside with my friend Vic, who came with me to the convention, you know, because I didn't want to come alone, and he was paying, so fuck it. I brought him. Uh, Okay, fine, he brought me. I don't give a shit, but either way, listen. So we're outside, we're smoking a cigarette, we're talking, fucking, did you see that? That was cool, right? And then all of a sudden, Tony Todd comes walking up. Now, this man is approximately six or 75,000 feet tall, like, this dude is a titanic man, sir, like, he's huge, and, um, so, you know, he comes up, and he's like, hey, what, you guys got a cigarette, and we're like, for you, fuck, dude, you can have a whole pack, so, you know, give him the cigarette, and he lights it up, and he's fucking talking to us, and he's like, I really need to go find a place to get our own, my own cigarettes, and we're like, well, there's a Walgreens right over there, he wants to walk with you, and, you know, and then all of a sudden, this dude, like, this crazy, really tall, I would say about six foot, well, she was every bit as tall as Tony Todd, right? And it was this this chick and she comes out and she's got this long black hair, you know, and she just walks up and she's doing all this weird, pure witty ballet stretching out kind of shit. And she's like, i got to go check on my dogs. And we're like, check on your dogs. Okay, that's neat. And then next thing I know, her and Tony Todd are getting in the car with my boy Vic and they drive the fuck off. So my friend Vic got kidnapped by the fucking Candyman. That was interesting. Horrifying and kind of odd. Later, guys.
0: Let me ask you, though. Did he Did he say Candyman five times into the mirror before that happened? <laughs> no. You know what? Gosh dang, this reminds me of going to Horror Hound. And, uh, I, you know, I will say one thing. Traveling, I hate it. But being there was so much fun. But uh, I just wish they would do it around here more. I I think uh, obviously I would go more often if it you know more stuff happened around here. It's yeah. even flying. What a pain in the balls that is. I don't know. It just ruins your freaking day. But then you hear stories like that, and it's like, damn it, that'd be fun. That would be it. Was, yeah. and the thing is, I went by myself last yeah. time, and it was fun. And uh, I didn't. It was weird. I didn't know anybody. Because mm-hmm. some dildo wouldn't come with me.
1: Well, we need to look into going. We yeah. Need to well, see what I, stuff is and
0: I figure. Um, I figure maybe uh next Horror Hound or wait there's two early next year maybe in the spring next year Horror Hound or uh Texas Frightmare. Mhm. So we ought to we got to think about going to yeah. one of those. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should we should start figuring out who's going to what, you know, and then we'll you know. Well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll uh mark everybody down. Uh we will uh judge them and and, and give them points on the level of coolness and uh <laughs> I'm just teasing. We'll think about that. Anyways, uh yeah thanks a lot for rubbing it in even more yeah
8: what's up mike sam this is Corey. we're here at a little uh little town in pennsylvania seeing what you guys are doing if you want to come out and hang out a horror around just uh come on out you know cheap flight, cheap flight. yeah yeah just take a couple hours so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll be sticking around. So, uh, hopefully I'll, uh, you know, see you guys in the morning. Did I mention just how kick-ass this is? <laughs> and how much you guys... Oh, my God. Okay, best ass at the whole damn convention yes. by far. Oh, yeah. Tiffany Shepis. Scream, Queen, Queen, Tromio. Oh, she was illegal in Tromio. I know, did,
4: oh.
8: hey. Then we got zombie, zombie, zombies. So... I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. Um, oh, very special, very special guest to talk to, Mike and Sam at Cadaver Lab.
6: Hi, it's Rhiannon Frater, author of As the World Eyes, How's it going? They're not,
7: they're
0: All of this talk about Tiffany Shepes has thrown Sam and I into basically having no other choice but to look her up on uh, images.google.com. With the safe search off. Wow, we are rebels. <laughs> Dude, that was cool of Corey to call us, man. Yeah, it we was. Get, you know, all those people from Horror Round took time out to
1: rub it in our faces. <laughs> I don't think there's, there was any sort of collusion on their part to to just make sure. No. Hey, you know what? I think we should call Mike and Sam and tell them that they're dumbasses for not being here. I bet there was none of them. You know, listen, we are dumbasses for plenty of other reasons, yeah. but for not being there.
0: Yeah, we're still dumbasses. Right. You know, I tell you what, I wish I wish we would have gone. I wish I could go to all of those. I know. I just don't. I'm Not rich. I know. You know. Maybe you people do? bought more T-shirts, but I still have to go fix all that crap. <laughs> oh, I want that. Yeah. Yeah. I so don't don't, for don't, yeah, don't don't buy them yet. Don't don't buy them yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna I've had to finish up the salty horror uh, uh, site this week, so I haven't done any work. But yeah. But after that, go go in and buy it but no cool take time out of your busy Mm -hmm. having fun schedule you bastard
1: we'll see how many people come out to salty horror uh film festival next year
0: henry uh, harry Manfredini is gonna be there which kicks so much ass and more people but we don't we don't know yet yep we gotta use
7: yo mike sam this is uno shadow i'm sitting here on a bench outside of the hotel where horror room is at and guess who i found What's
8: up? Corey here, guys. I got to tell you, we're missing your asses out here. This is the most incredible thing I think I've ever experienced. I don't know why the hell you're not here. It's just a- a- absolutely I, – I, I'm speechless, man. Absolutely speechless. Uh, you, you're missing out. You're missing out. What are you doing in Utah? Utah?
7: I mean, even Dunwoody, a- even – Listen, you pricks. Even David Dunwoody, who's 70% blind, made it from fucking Utah out here for this motherfucker. You two guys can see perfectly well. You should have gotten on a shit and plane and fucking come out of here. Fucking, you missed Tony Todd, kidnapping my best friend Vic, all right? You missed fucking... uh uh, this rant in this Q&A that Ken Frey did that was amazing. Corey got it on tape, right? You got that, or digital, right? Yeah. yeah you got that shit yeah. digital, and you are going to fucking die when you hear what you fucking missed. This dude was going off about shit you wouldn't even believe, sir. It was fucking amazing. Up this thing's going to run out. All right, fuck you. We're calling you back in a little bit. You
0: know, that's a pretty hefty assumption, assuming that neither of us are 70% blind.
7: Yeah, no you kidding. You don't know that.
0: Right.
1: Now we're not. <laughs> I, I kind of am. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. Why? <laughs> don't you go blind for doing so? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> no, I was going to say my vision is so bad, but it, w- it wasn't going to be a funny joke, so I cut it off.
0: <laughs> no, you know what? The th- we we just had to come up with something because, uh, because I really don't know what to say anymore, man. I f-
1: After the fifth <laughs> one of people just calling us out and
0: calling us dipshits I'm, for not coming. <laughs> Anyway, no, that's cool. You know what? David Dunwood, he's from here? I'm not even sure who that is. Am oh, I yeah, going you get wasted. Yeah, you are going to get Hold wasted. Hold let me look him up. Okay, so here he is. He's a writer. hmm. Oh, that's what it is. It's, uh, you know, Uno is uh, big with uh, all the uh, zombie books that he's got writing, uh-huh. and, uh, so he, he knows all of the reading, mm. all the authors. I guarantee you, everybody who called up and gave us crap today for not going is not going to be. Uh, everybody can't make it to the one that
1: we're going to go to. That's right. And so the tables will be turned, and we will kick off. Listen, but anybody that comes out, we're going to have a good time. Absolutely. We'll yeah. show you around. You guys will see that Salt Lake City is a party. Well, I'm town. talking about <laughs> I'm talking about either uh, Texas
0: Frightmare or oh. Horror Hound, So, But oh, no, okay. this, that one would be cool, too. I mean, we are sponsoring it. Hey, that's cool, man. We're, we're one of the sponsors, so only because I donate my time.
1: Still do we get backstage passes.
0: Oh, dude, we have full access to that everything. awesome.
1: I like no, and that. No, and you know what?
0: Gross. But that's true. No, I'm serious. Why is that gross, I, man? I don't, I don't know. Cause, uh, you have a dirty <laughs> mind. and I, Not that I knew what was going on. I just figured that that was dirty since oh. I know you're dirty, oh, mind. Oh, all right. Anyway. No, that'll be a blast. Yep. Backstage.
8: Hey, guys. McPierce here. Uh, just listening to uh, you guys do your review this week on 41. Uh, Don Stark, another little interesting piece of uh, acting trivia for him. And someplace you may not recognize him. Not only did he play... Bob, on uh, that 70s show, Donna's said, he was also, if you go back and watch Star Trek First Contact, he played Nicky the Nose, the guy on the holodeck that Picard went to go see
1: who uh, lit a match off of his metal nose.
8: Well, that's all. Just
1: wanted to share. Later. That is an interesting fact, and because I am a Star, Trek fa- or a Star Wars fan, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. You know what? Them's fighting words to say That's
0: right. Is it really that way? No, I don't know. Because oh. <laughs> it was that so, way. You know, in uh, Yeah, and
1: that's why I just watched that, and so that's why I thought that was funny. Uh-huh. I I love the original Star Trek, but I was. Too young to realize that they only—I think they only did three seasons. Only yeah, like thirty-six episodes. It seemed like there was a million. Yeah, but I didn't know that there was only no, three seasons until uh, as of late. But but there movies. Watch, were I used to awesome. watch. Yeah, and I like the movies, and I I love Star Wars too. You
0: know, things. Have you gotten into the newer stuff, the Next Generation? I know that's not new now. Oh, I bet that's twenty years old. Now. I
1: I, I like the Next Generation, but I didn't like any of the other shoot offs. You
0: know, I've I I never got into any of those. I, I never really got into the TV shows at all, but. The, move, the old movies I really mm-hmm. liked. Those were really, I didn't those were really good. I did the newer movies either.
1: You didn't? What's wrong with me? I've seen some. Them. Some of the ones with the next generation people, like First Contact. First Contact was really good. Insurrection was good. I like all those.
0: I don't, you know, I, I they all blend into me. I mean, not that right now. I'm not saying that they were boring when I watched them. I'm saying right now as I'm trying to think of which one's which, I can't discern.
1: But you know what, though? Well, I'll have to tell you, and I'm probably going to get kicked in the balls for this, but the new Star Trek movie that just came out. Was better than the the three newer Star Wars movies. All three oh, of them. oh, without a, million a doubt. Times over. No, without a doubt. And I'm a Star Wars fan, but I mean, Star Trek was great. On,
0: you know what? The only one that I even kind of half liked of that was uh, the third new one, of, uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Now, you know, I have to say, I liked. I guess I liked the other two, but more because they were uh, getting the story, moving the story along, and yeah, but the just, first one came out of
1: nowhere. Well, the first came one out of nowhere, bummed
0: dude. me out so damn bad. Yeah, it just
1: came out of nowhere. I don't I even know. I was so bummed. We don't but, need to get into reviewing Star Wars movies. No, <laughs> we,
0: we don't. But I will say that the second one was irritating because of that one dildo that uh, wants to be Paul Walker. And then uh, he was in the- Aiden Christian? Yeah, he was in the third one too, but- yeah. uh, but, but at no, least, he got, one was at least he
1: got burned and his 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 legs chopped off. That made you feel better about him. I did feel good. I did feel good about that. <laughs>
9: that's rude. <laughs> Hey Sam and Mike, this is Otter here. Uh just calling with a few comments, mostly music references. Um yeah, you guys were talking about some movie or whatnot was based on uh that weird cannibal German guy. Well the uh well that had happened, I it was just only time before some, you know, death metal band made some song about it. But uh the band romstein out of Germany made a song called Mind Till on their Rise Rise album and they made a video for it as well, which is a song About that guy and his internet lover that wanted to be eaten. And uh, I do believe uh, it was the Fellows member that they filleted and grilled. and Both ate. But I did a little reading on this guy. It's crazy, man. I mean, honestly, you start reading about real serial killers, cannibals and stuff, and the horror movies just have nothing on some of them, you know but uh, apparently the guy, while in prison, tried to sue the band for, like, defamation of character or some crazy thing, and the the suit was thrown out. Um, Another thing, uh, yeah, you talked about... uh, I saw Mike talked about the new Megadeth album on Facebook. It's great to see that Dave Mustaine's putting back out some quality material. Um, I got into them in the mid-'90s, and then the first time I ever saw them live was when they were touring for that Risk album that had that Crushing song on it. Um, they played in Detroit at this place called St. Andrew's Hall. That's like a 700 place venue on a Friday night and did not sell it out. And it was a really just weak ass show. Um, I'm going to understand Mustaine was still uh, in departing quite heavily then and that album was horrible. I mean, you went from cryptic writings to that. It was terrible, but Stuff got back together. I've seen them since then and the show, I think, has gotten a lot tighter, which is great. And then, uh, you said 138? Of course, there's the classic misfit song, We Are 138. And, uh, it's nice to hear some ladies calling in this week. It's not always a sausage fest here at the Cadaver Lab, and, uh, the fine British lady there at the beginning, wow, I, I love those accents. I had the pleasure of spending an evening discussing, uh, music and literature with a girl doing, uh, some classes of U of M in Ann Arbor. She was a nice girl. We drank beer, smoked pot, talked all the hours of the night. That's a hell of an accent they've got there, especially when it's moaning and groaning. Take care, guys. Bye.
0: Here at the Cadaver Lab, it is not only a sausage fest, just mostly a sausage <laughs> fest. <laughs>
1: Fileted, fried up, and eaten sometimes, Yuck. but... Uh... <laughs>
0: You know what's funny is I actually had a buddy of mine, actually uh, one of the original four horsemen, uh, Paul, send me a video of that song because I told him what we were doing, and he he sent me over the video. That was I, that old thing blows me away. We'll, talk, I mean, we'll obviously we'll talk
1: about it more, but it, but because uh, I only heard about it like on Jay Leno. Like they like the jokes that people had about yeah, it. Yeah, because it's so hilarious. It's so it's so yeah, hilarious. but <laughs> what the? But that's all I ever. That's all I heard about it. Someone went back to do the movie. Yeah, shocking.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, I hope that uh, girl that you spent uh, an evening with was your wife. Nothing.
1: <laughs> Did you hear my voice crack? On yeah, that? that's what. <laughs> I thought we were going to say edit. Nope. Nope. That's that, that one's good. going in. That one's standing.
0: yeah, baby. Listen, I gotta be who I am, man. All right. you know, and that's me. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I should edit it out because maybe people start making fun of my voice. And I'm very comfortable just in making fun of yours. <laughs> I am so
10: fucking behind on podcasts. I only just started listening to your Friday the 13th part 4, 5, and 6 episode. Because, you know, I have a life. Okay. But, yeah, you kick it off by reading from a book fancy, how very John snars of you. But you choose this book that's about some dude in leather and metal raping little boys with his 11-inch penis. And they're all like, oh, God, I'm so afraid of his 11-inch penis. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you amateurs. God. 11 inches, that's that's beginner stuff. But really, you thought that crap was scary. Ooh, I'm in leather. Ooh, I've got I'm gonna rape you with my big penis and my plunger and my broomstick. That's fucking happy hour at the Anvil Bar on a Tuesday. Okay? So shut the fuck up. God. Now I'm not saying you guys are getting gayer by the second. I'm just saying that I'm expecting one of these days for Mike to open up your mouth and like a purse pops out and Sam, you start talking and like yards and yards of chiffon start flying out like a magician's act. No, I'm saying I can't understand a word these guys are saying anymore because of the dick in your mouth. It's Patrick, by the way. Hey,
9: bye.
0: Dude. So we're listening to that voicemail. He's talking, and I'm like, "What? What does that even mean? I can't really understand what he's saying." <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you got a dick in your mouth, I'm like oh, like perfectly on cue. That oh. uh. <laughs> oh is
1: so funny. Wow. Oh my gosh. Listen. So I guess what Patrick's saying is when we make the announcement that we're getting married, he won't be surprised. <laughs> Oh. oh, the
0: marriage laws are here in are such in Utah here that uh it works out fine. me and Sam can get married, and we can also have all of our wives stick around <laughs> too So it's just gonna be one big happy happy commune family oh jeez oh is my hilarious. gosh, you know what I think that I don't think they were afraid of the eleven inches uh, no we pretty much no but I think what it was is they looked down on what they had, and they're like eleven inches that's gonna make me look really bad. keep that thing in your pants
1: i don't even suit. want to see that oh dang it that is so funny because who would have looked at it from the other angle of wow that'd be awesome <laughs> uh, you know that's great
0: that's I, great I'm, I'm glad that uh that patrick's there and uh he can see what's really going on behind the scenes here <laughs> I th- I thought we had been really just hiding it but apparently it's uh it's not going it's not going above everybody's head.
5: <laughs> I forgot to add. Hey
10: baby. Hey baby. Ooh baby. Hey baby. Ooh baby. Ooh baby. Ooh baby. Ooh baby. Hey baby. Ooh baby. Key change. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ah! Dip the girl gasping. Possibly the most uncomfortable 60 seconds in cinematic history. I just wanted to chime in one thing about Friday the 13th, part 5. I'll give you more later. My whole in the theater live opening night story. When I have some fucking time fair for you queefs, but that's not the point right now. Yeah, that scene, that movie actually started this trend in horror movies for me. I didn't really notice it before, but I notice it everywhere. Now, people taking dumps graphically in horror movies. What is that about? It happened, actually. He was not the first one. The guy whatever his name was demon, who, by the way, was Joanna Man. I don't know if you guys noticed that. But, yeah, there was that guy, that like, the greaser, like, there's two fucking greaser guys who, like, they, like, they walked out of, I don't know, like, Arthur Fonzarelli's school of, A. deuced him. That one guy's like, yeah, Benny, I'm gonna go take a shit. And he does. So that's two shits in one movie. And I'm like, why is that? No, you can't. You can hardly go see a horror movie that where you don't you know treat it to the sight of somebody at some point squatting over a bush, and that's fine if you're into that sort of thing. But I'm not. That's Wednesday night at the Anvil Bar. But that's not the point right now. God, I don't even remember what my point right was right now. I got all excited. You see what I'm okay, that it doesn't have those genres. Right? It's not like you go to see fucking I don't know. Sophie's choice and there's Meryl Streep, you know, pinching out a loaf while making her decision. You know, roaring doesn't stop to take a dookie while fighting off I don't know whoever the fuck you thought of. It doesn't happen. It's gross. I don't like it. And if you're gonna sing while you're dookie, that's even worse. People got no class. I'm still talking. I gotta hang up the phone. Fuck you, bye.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh man, my guts hurt. That is so funny. You know what?
0: I, I have to say, although it is an uncomfortable subject, I
1: think it adds a whole level of realism that uh, has yeah. never been known
0: yep. in you know, in, in most movies. Are you kidding me? You think that some of the greatest minds didn't come up with their best, (laughs) the singing I'll I'll agree with you, but their best ideas always come when
1: I'm taking a dump. Well, but that may be true, but here's the problem I have with it. Have you ever seen anybody wipe? Wow. Nobody ever does. They always just stand up and put their pants back on. You know what? In that scene, I was hoping that, uh, you know what? Damn, you're right. Every time. You'd never see someone wipe. That'd be disgusting. Oh, yeah. Because uh, taking that a dump. Well, isn't that's bad the enough. thing. It's bad enough that they're sitting there pinching it off. You know what? But nobody wipes and then checks to make sure their feet didn't go through pray the paper. That, that if I <laughs> <laughs> checks to look to make sure what color it is and then, and then puts it in the And toilet don't paper. tell me. <clears throat> Every time you put your thumb through the paper, don't lie, you smell your thumb. I don't even use my thumb. Yes, you do. How it do you doesn't? use
0: your thumb? Right, right there, right there, like this. I, I, I fold it nicely, put it right here. You're a folder? Like this. What are you, a cruncher? Yeah, a crumpler. Dude, guess what? what? You are ruining the environment. No, I'm not. You use way too much. No wonder all your fingers are up your ass <laughs> when you're wiping it. You make a nice fold and it's perfect. With like enough. But flies. your thumb could go through the fold. I don't use my thumb. How do you not use your thumb? I put it on my forefingers and go, mm-hmm. we're cutting this out because there's no way. Our discussion about I try and, and touch ex. my
1: tonsils while I'm getting it just to make sure oh I get it all. With your thumb? Yeah. That's what how you use to get I don't it even on. understand. I go like, how do you use your thumb? I go from back to front. You do? Yeah. You're going to get it on your taint. I make sure I wipe it off real nicely. This is disgusting, by the way. No, no, we're cutting this <laughs> out. <Okay. laughs> That's weird, dude. You're <laughs> going to get it on your tape. No. <laughs> I'd rather do that than spread it like butter all the way up my crack. No, no, no. Oh, yeah,
0: like I, like I continue to wipe it all the way up my back hair. Are you kidding me? Can you believe that if I had a dingleberry like six <laughs> inches up my back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh,
0: That you know what? Speaking of having no class, that conversation. That was, I'm just gonna beep. I'm just gonna beep it out for like five minutes.
1: That is disgusting. Yeah. All right, back to oh, back to the show. Back to the show. Okay. Anyways, uh, leave
0: it up to Patrick to get yeah. us going down that road. <laughs> Oh man, it's good to hear from you again. He's been, he's been moving and really busy. He's got a,
1: he's got a life. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. He's got a life. But so. we're, we're
0: glad he called in. That yeah. was
1: awesome.
11: Yeah. Hey there, Mike and Sam, Stephen here. And you know what? I'm in such a good fucking mood today. I'm not even going to give you shit. I don't know. It just started off with a great day. I got to work and the first thing Evan said to me was, you know, I would drag my balls through a mile of broken glass just to hear you pee in a tin cup over the telephone. And when you know you're starting the day off with that kind of entertainment, you know it's going to be a good day. But then he proceeded to tell me about how he took a shit that was so smooth, they didn't even have to wipe. Apparently, he's made a couple of visits to KFC. I don't fucking know. But, you know, you can't buy that kind of entertainment. So I was having having a great day. And, you know, new knew you were recording. I was, like, trying to think of something to say to you. And normally it would be some kind of smart-ass remark about how fucking gay you are. And I was catching up on our good friends, Dead Mike and Jeff, and It Came From the Basement. And I realized that, Mike and Sam, congratulations. You are not the gayest guys in the Douchebag Podcasting Network. Uh, I'm just going to play a clip from episode 44 of It Came From the Basement. Just to illustrate that, you guys need to fucking up your game if you want to keep this homoerotic thing you've got going. Let's let's take a listen to this.
2: I had never seen it before you had uh, pulled it out here, but I sat on it for a couple days. So and you
11: had because you kept thinking about it and you
2: wanted.
9: Well,
11: uh, so that was about a week uh, ago, make...
9: and I'm still sort of thinking about it.
11: Now, having having uh, pulled Jeff and Mike out of the closet. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, Umberto Lindsay, uh, the director of Cannibal Ferox. You know, the other day I was actually watching a movie for my show, uh, Criminal. 19, I think it was 1965, 66, somewhere around in there. And I'm watching this movie and it's well paced. It's entertaining. It's beautifully shot. Considering what it, considering the subject matter, I thought it was a really enjoyable movie. And I've seen other movies like, um, when I had to hunt down was, uh, the Cynic the rat and the fist, you know, everything I've seen from this guy, Umberto Lindsay has been so good, uh, going back to, you know, whether it's, and he's done just about every fucking genre there is. He's done the action movies and he's, and he's great at direction, direction, directing action. He's great at, uh, you know, pacing his movies. He's, his movies look great. You know, his name deserves, as far as Jallos go, his name deserves to be up there with, uh, Bava and Argento. As far as the crime drama, the police, you know, crime dramas that were so popular in Italy in the seventies, you know, he is the man. But yeah, what is he going to go down in history for? Two fucking things. The fucking sequels. To Evil Dead in Italy, La Casa Three. I mean, come on, you know he he took a did this uh, the unofficial sequel to in Italy to fucking Sam Raimi's Evil Evil Dead, and the cannibal fucking subgenre, you know he he was the first, and then was playing catch up basically with Cannibal Ferox to Diodato's, Oh my god, fucking Cannibal Holocaust. And it's just really a shame that someone as talented as Umberto Lindsay, um, just a huge body of great work out there to be discovered if you're a fan of movies, that his name is sullied by a Cannibal Ferox. But uh, I'll let you get into the review because I'm just dying to hear what the fuck Sam thinks about this if uh, he hasn't seen this one before. Um, anyway, guys, have a great show. Um, we'll talk at you later, fuckers. Be cool, bitches.
0: You know, Umberto Lenzi actually did a lot of cannibal stuff too. You know what? You know what? One thing that I do feel bad that I haven't got into more is Giallo. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've seen I've seen some of the most the more popular ones like Deep Red. You know, in, well, we've uh, done some of those. Some of those though. Ones. Well, we did Deep Red. Mm-hmm. Now that's ba- really the is only. Is that the
1: only one we No, Because I guess uh the, the Three Mothers trilogy. No, no, not that, not that, I mean giallo, that's more it? horror. Yeah, that's not a Giallo
0: you know let's do that yeah. next episode let let's do uh do you wanna do that let's yeah. do uh i wouldn't even know what to what to do though i mean i I don't know enough about giallos to even i saw Tenebrae. i
1: watched Tenebrae. that that's a, oh yeah that's i mean that's agenda. an argento
0: one i've seen right. that one
1: before i guess we'll have to go we'll go look we'll do some that that's a good idea yeah also
0: send in your uh your re- request for or i mean yeah. not request your but ideas. your suggestions how's yeah. that just because uh this will be out by Saturday. We I don't ever start watching movies until the the weekend before. Yep. So I mean, we'll only have like maybe two or three, and I'll put it up on Facebook. How's that? That's a great idea. And Twitter, and then we'll we'll get some ideas, and then I'll yep. we'll go check out those idea. movies and we'll get them up by next. No, but that you know what? That's that's one thing that I that I've really been wanting to get into, but I haven't yet. Mm. I mean, we even have like like you just said, psychic from Fulci. I'm I'm sure yep. that fits there. Yep but uh no i want to i want to i i want to get three besides deep red that really define the genre mm-hmm. you know that way you know it's always easier to 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 start with the really good ones and then you can I, then i i mean that's what you do with horror right, i guess but then you can kind of forgive some of the limitations of some right. of the not so popular ones. Right. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, let's do that. So send us your uh, send us your suggestions. Thanks for everybody calling in. That was awesome. That that was some fun voicemails. Except for everybody who uh, rubbed it in our face about where uh, <laughs> i my nuts. Anything else? Let's let's uh, let's play uh, let's play some Alice in Chains. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, Sam just brought up a good point before we we go and take a break here. Um, that clip of it came from the basement. Uh, I mean, come on! Isn't that fairly obvious with those two?
1: And I challenge anybody to find even a little clip from any of our shows that would do something <laughs> it's like not that. Ba- yeah, you won't be able to do it. I pulled it out. I sat on it for about two days. About two days? <laughs> I right. couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> come on,
0: Let, let's make fun of them for their uh, budding relationship, and not and not for their Canadianism. Even though I think that's so cute. Oh, it is. You know. Not to I'm make, a dumbass. Nothing they can do
1: about it.
4: This <laughs> October 31st, All Hallows Eve. Pops to get in association with Outside the Cinema present the most horrifying event in Halloween history the Outside the Cinema Halloween Throwdown. <laughs>
8: Really? You don't think you don't think that's a little over the top at all? Maybe a little. Alright, well, tell the people what's gonna happen.
4: Okay, okay. where was I? Yes, this Halloween, all Halloween outside the cinema is doing a marathon of deadly proportions. <laughs>
8: Really? With the quips? That's that's how you're going to play this? Hey, you don't to make this job, job what? Just hurry up.
4: This Halloween, 12 hours of content coming from outside the cinema. You will get to see six films of horrific origins. <laughs> There'll be special guests like Mike D. from RedbarRadio.com, the return of the illustrious F-13 from Cinema Diabolica, Rick from The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, maybe, and a special hosting appearance By the one and only miles of show show. It is going to be off the hizzle.
8: All that Halloween stuff and you end
4: with off the hizzle. Hey, I only do this part time, I'm not professional.
8: Either way, Creepy McCreep over here has it right. From noon to midnight on October 31st at OutsideTheCinema.com, we will be streaming six of the most horrifyingly bad films you've ever seen. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Either way, you're going to get some enjoyment out of it. So starting at noon on Halloween, join us at OutsideTheCinema.com for all the ghoulish fun.
4: Yeah
0: back and i cannot wait to talk about some cannibals you know i'll tell you what i was i was a little bit i don't know when we i don't remember exactly how it came about but i think you mentioned it and i'm like you really want to do that and whatever because i honestly i had never expected to go back and really watch uh cannibal Ferox or really cannibal holocaust again and for i mean for for grains, But maybe it's just because I'm getting so desensitized now that it didn't seem like it was that freaking bad to me. Obviously, I was prepared for all the uh, the heinous animal mutilations and death and, and things like that. Because, you know what? That's what really got me. The first me too. Time. Especially like an a- animal holocaust uh, animal. animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be called, man. <laughs> Cannibal holocaust where they took the, what they call the muskrat out and they and they stuck the knife in it. Do you remember yeah. that? And yeah. it was like... That was bad. I did not. At least in
1: Ferox, it was a snake that got it. Yeah, well. And
0: and there was also a. uh, Wasn't there also a turtle? You there was the a turtle turks? in both, Yeah,
1: but the, but the turtle, it, it really, on Ferox, it, it snuck up on it because all of a sudden, like, it switched to a new scene and they chopped the head off, so you didn't really have time to prepare for oh, it. Oh, But in Holocaust, and Holocaust they showed like, it. They, they were catching the turtle, setting it up, and then they saw it uh, off its yeah, they, head, and r- then saw it sawed off was its legs. And still moving and stuff. Yeah, it was oh, gross. Yeah. Anyway. anyway.
0: Yeah, but warning to anybody who watches this, or I, I can't remember if eating Alive has that stuff in. I assume it does. Jungle Holocaust has the same type of crap in it. And uh, Jungle Holocaust, I think, is another Diodato. I I might have to check my notes. I think I have that here somewhere. Anyway, let's just get into the first one, Uh, Cannibal Ferox.
12: The following feature is one of the most violent films ever made. There are at least two dozen scenes of barbaric torture and sadistic cruelty graphically shown. If the presentation of disgusting and repulsive subject matter upsets you, please do not view this film. When you rip off a New York mob... The only place to hide is a jungle where nobody wants to look. Come on, bitch. Where's your stud? If the cops don't nail them, the syndicate will. Make them die, slowly. They tried to murder and torture their way to a fortune in lost emeralds.
7: I seem to get a perverted kick out of making the poor son of a bitch suffer.
4: No! No! no. <laughs>
12: turn to suffer. No.
4: why? Don't uh, die now. No, please. No. Don't. I'm here.
12: Well, but they made one mistake. They got caught. And when you get caught in this jungle, there's no bail and no jail. There's just punishment and pain. Ah! Cruel, barbaric, primitive. For what they've done, make them die, slowly. Humiliation and mutilation were just the appetizers at this blood feast. Please let Oh, let her die soon, and let me die soon, too, please. Castration and decapitation, the main course. We're not through yet. No jungle revenge is complete without a little cannibalism for dessert. Make them die, slowly. The most violent film ever made. Too disgusting to watch. Too bizarre to resist. We're saving the best parts for you. Make them die slowly.
0: AKA make them die slowly. AKA woman from Deep River. The, the reason that. Um, one of the names was Woman from Deep River because uh, Umberto Lenzi actually had made a cannibal movie previous to this, and called Man from Deep River. Hmm. And uh, it has one of the great, has one of the greatest. Uh, well, actually, it has one of the. I don't know if it's greatest, but it's one of the few glory hole scenes in any movie. That's disgusting. Except for it's not. Basically, they stick their hand through it and fill a chick up through it. But but so it's not like the same exactly. But oh. I, I remember seeing that going what wow. wow. Anyway, uh, so uh, 1981, Cannibal Ferox, uh, written and directed by Umberto Lenzi. Uh, IMDb gave it a 5.0. Uh, Giovanni Lombardo-Radis played uh, Mike Logan. Lorraine Desail played Gloria Davis. Danilo Matei played Rudy Davis. Um, Zora Carova played Pat Johnson. And uh, Walter Lucchini played Joe Castellani. Yeah, Fiami Maggione played Mira Sten. God, this is, this. These are hard names. This is almost as hard as like Japanese names. Uh, and Robert Kerman, uh, one of our favorite uh, porno slash uh, cannibal movie stars, played uh, Lieutenant R- Rizzo. Uh, synopsis: Uh New York grad student and anthropologist Gloria, her brother Rudy, their friend Pat, traveled to a remote part of the Amazon jungle to find disprove the local theory of cannibalism among the local tribes when they run into something far worse, a cruel and sadistic streetwise drug dealer named Mike Lawson and his partner Joe hiding out in the jungle from murder and drug dealing charges from back in New York and who are whom presently using the docile natives to mine for emeralds and harvest cocoa. When the crazed uh, Lawson kills a few native, including the daughter of the chief, just for his sadistic enjoyment the warriors turn against their masters and subject the two dealers and three grad students to the most horrific torture and murder for crimes for their crimes using their own harsh law of the jungle. So what would you think?
1: You know, I had seen Cannibal Holocaust a while ago. You said, you got to check this out. We had a discussion about it. I said you have to check this out? Yeah. I'm a dumbass. This was a while ago, and so I went and checked it out. It was really disturbing. So I expected a similar movie in this, and this one was not quite as bad, but... One thing I did notice about it was that both Cannibal Ferox and Cannibal Holocaust kind of had to have somewhat of a justification that cannibalism is bad, and then they go out and try and find the cannibalism. So you kind of put in your mindset that we're we're going to disprove it. There's no such thing as cannibalism.
0: You know what pissed me off the most about this movie? What? And I'll be honest with you right up front. This movie wasn't that freaking great to me. No. Um, even, I mean, I mean, even if it didn't have any of the, the awesome cannibal scenes and stuff like that, I mean, it just, I, I didn't really like this movie very much, but the thing that pissed me off the most is, okay, here you have this, uh, Gloria, who's an anthropologist student, she's going out there, I, can't, I think it was, she, she was attending NYU, she wanted to go disprove all cannibalism, and she kept saying things like, you know what, I want to go out here, there there have been reported cannibals, and, uh, basically, I want to go out there and disprove it, therefore disproving that cannibalism ever existed as uh, yeah. a, a regular practice. It's like, right. listen, you go out there and, and they don't do it. That doesn't mean
1: shit. <laughs> that's exactly you right.
0: Know, and it's like, you know, you go out there and that's such bull crap. I, the, I don't know. And so the whole basis of the movie was really
1: irritating to me. Because and that's, that's what I'm talking about. And you said it a lot better than I could. But there, there's just this side story, this, this side motivation. Instead of just going out and filming like people that that get eaten by cannibals, right, there has to be this agenda on the side and i didn't i didn 't like that well yeah and, and i the thing is is I, I one thing some
0: of these movies kind of i cannibal holocaust a little bit more, but the, the, I mean kind of had the good old uh, social commentary mm-hmm. uh, for instance, she brought up the you know the, what are what are the real savages, who are the real oh, yeah, savages exactly. um, she claims that uh, like the conquistadors and all sorts of other people were uh, using cannibalism. Uh, As natives as an excuse to hide their, um, you know, how they went in there and they were cruel and they, you know, killed these all these uh, native people and they were saying, oh, well, they were cannibals. So, you know, she was basically just saying that's the only reason why it was, uh, um, you know, brought up in the first place. But I think
1: that's some of the justification for these guys going in. No, and, no, absolutely. And, and 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 that's kind of the social commentary that you're talking about is like they go in and they just start shooting natives when they go in there. They start burning them and yeah, stuff out of nut. nowhere. It's like, listen, you know, if you're trying to say that that's what the conquistadors did, I don't know whether they did or they didn't. I'm uh-huh. sure some of that shit went on. Sure, but listen, I you know, still I still can't get over
0: <sighs> I still can't get over the fact that uh, she thought that that was a sound scientific principle. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it all anthropologists? <laughs> you know what's funny is I, when I read this the first time, I thought it said anth- anthropophagists. Well, that's what they are. Well, that's what that's what cannibals and means. Right, but right. Uh, there's a big difference between anthropologists oh, yeah, and anthropophagists. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't even
1: think an anthropophagist is a word. Let me tell you something. Do you know what the most disturbing part of this movie was? What the thought that that chick actually went and took a shower with a greasy cop. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> That really bothered me. <laughs> all right, well, let's break this movie down. <laughs> let, let, let's go through some
0: of the some of the the, the plot and some of the summary here. Basically, it starts out in New York City where uh, um, you know it shows. Basically, we find out that there's this bad guy named Mike who you know they're all trying to, to capture for drug charges and all this stuff. I mean, let's not go too deep into it, but uh, basically, what he's been doing is hiding. Like like I said in the synopsis, he's been hiding out in the Amazon. Because he uh, basically is trying to harvest drugs and uh, mine emeralds, you know. So he goes down there. He starts using some of these uh, natives to, you know, basically do his bidding. Well, at the same time, here are these uh, this anthropologist student and uh, her two friends. I think one's her brother. They go down there. Never, I'm not even going to go into it anymore because it really just pissed me off. How pr- almost not like preachy, but just how. Yeah. Uh, how uh, r- how righteous she thought she was I don't know. and how I'm going to go down here and this and this
1: and I'm not naive and I'm not whatever. I'm just whatever. But Before we get into that, did uh, you notice how loud that silencer was on the gun when they shot the dude in the apartment?
0: No, I didn't the remember. The
1: guy takes his time <laughs> to screw on the silencer uh-huh. and then shoots the dude <laughs> and it was like a shotgun blast. <laughs> There were and, and just just before we get into it, because I know we're going to get into more of the serious part, mm-hmm. there is some funny stuff with, with the way that they shoot these movies. If you're watching and paying attention to even some of the, the peripheral stuff that right. goes on during the editing, there was another part that I watched twice that I was laughing my <laughs> ass off. When the Jeep goes and, and they miss the iguana yeah. and they go off the road and get stuck, if you watch, there's a quick shot of the Jeep coming in where the muskrat jumps out of the Jeep and the chick is holding it trying know. not to so not get run over, <laughs> dude. The, she has it by what well, was like a leash, and it's like hanging. Like <laughs> I yeah. thought that was hilarious. And so there's some of that stuff in there because you're dealing with. I'm sure that these people were somewhat natives. Well, listen, they were natives, and, that, and that's amazing yeah. to me.
0: Right. Well, but the thing is, is they freaking looked like Native. I mean, right. they look... In, in this and Cannibal Holocaust, they looked, they mm-hmm. looked really authentic. Except and, for the one that got raped. The girl that got raped. Uh, you know what? You know who she, that was? Who was it? That was... Uh, oh, I, I have the notes here. Let's see. Um, let's see. I, I swear to you I took some notes. Was that in this one? No, it was Holocaust. Oh, that was, no, okay. Yeah. Well, let's wait to Holocaust yeah, because I have the notes in my that's Holocaust fine. section. I don't have my my, no, my Holocaust fine. notes. No, that's out. fine. Anyways... Uh, no, but, yeah, there was all sorts of funny stuff over there. You know what else I thought was so funny is – and I could not keep a straight face that this conversation was happening. Mike, you know, the, the drug dealer, they end up meeting up, and he kept calling Gloria a twat yeah. like a hundred <laughs> times just—he like, just, he just like,
1: I found like, uh, myself slipping this week, and I referred to some people when I was talking to him as twat <laughs> because you heard it fifty times
0: yes. in this movie. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Anyway, so they go down there. We talked about the the anthropologists go down there. They they grab a—they uh, didn't have a guide. They they talked to uh, some, you know, they talked to the the local village guys. You know, say hey, where is this uh, certain tribe? They drive out there. Of course, the jeep breaks down. Whatever. So they go walking through, and then basically they—this is where they come into contact with Mike and Joe. Right. Um, Joe has been—what what was it? Shot in the leg, or he had his leg cut up, or something like that. I think he'd
1: been—he'd had a dart in it, or something had happened. But he also had a chest wound, something up on his chest. Oh, that's too. right.
0: That's right. Okay. And so basically, what it was is, is uh, Mike and Joe were telling him the story about how there was these terrible cannibalistic natives that uh, that they ran into as they were doing their. You know, I can't remember exactly what their excuse was for being down there that they told the, you know, they told the anthropologist, but basically it was, oh, we're, we're benign. We're nice guys. And, you know, these guys, can you believe these guys did it to us? And anyway, and, and they also, uh, so basically they just kind of hooked up there in the, you know, and just kind of decided that they were going to, you know, go, go around together. Basically, um, what happens is they ended up finding a, a village. And they go out, you know, and they go into the village and they notice that there's just only old dudes there. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, the village had housing and beds and Joe was all messed up. So basically they go and they just kind of make camp there, um, even knowing that this is where all of the terrible things that had happened to Mike and Joe. However, for some reason, they they felt like they were just going to stay there and make camp and, you know, try to help Joe out. Um, I, because all like the men were gone and, and I, I mean, there were no ladies there. Were there, or were they, it just seemed like they were no. all old people.
1: No, they were just, well, there may have been old ladies, but they're, they're right. just old people. Right.
0: So, you know, basically they, and it's funny cause the old people just kind of sat around and didn't, uh, yeah. you know, and, and they, they, were they were scared. They were scared of, uh, of Mike and whatnot. And they even mentioned that they're like, why would they be scared? Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, uh, we'll get more into that you know they sleep there there's a couple of scares for instance gloria uh leaves camp to to what to go take a bath or something they she ends up in a cage uh terrorized
1: by piglets
0: terrorized by dude that's you know that's just bad so in essence what happens is they see all this happening they they gloria gets the the word from mike and so she's like cannibalism is real how can i be so you know, how could I be so uh arrogant as not to believe this and blah blah blah? I don't know, what what do you think? Um I don't know how much I want to go into this. There's there's a couple of parts. Uh what was her name? Pat and Mike mm-hmm. decide that they like each other. Oh they and, a little more than like each other. Right. Right. So they end up doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh apparently Pat has somewhat of a sketchy past. And uh, so when Mike brings up the fact that maybe they should go uh, mess with the natives that were working out at the river and go rape one of the girls that she's uh, all for it. Yeah, she went right along with it, which was um, you know whatever. What are you going to do? Which I thought was just weird. It is weird, you know. And and also they were uh, they they were doing drugs, and you know uh, we find out actually that she had hoard herself out in uh New York to make to make some extra bucks, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't know how much more we want to go into it. Basically what happens is we find out that Mike's story was all bull crap. We find out that uh that he actually was going in there and he was making these natives his slaves. And so basically it ends up that the uh that the hunters and the men were off on a fishing trip, they make it back and then all hell breaks loose for the whiteies. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Not I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there were some uh, pretty gruesome, you know,
1: effects there. Obviously, there was yeah. I wonder, you know, I, I, there was a lot of gut eating. I mean, they, they tons just, of gut. They, they just do that. That's that's kind of the signature. Is they get them real close and they're they they sit like squirrels. And <laughs> they just they eat the guts, you know. They, they and, pull
0: the guts out and just like sh- gnaw. Yeah, on and them. just start
1: gnawing on them, which which is pretty funny. But you're you're really looking at a story that that it's just an excuse to get into the jungle and exploit the fears of of anyone who is worried about cannibals that right. that they exist somewhere. And you know what they do? I'm sure you know that's just part of what goes on. But <laughs> there, there was just, actually
0: one part that reminded me a lot of you. Um, uh-huh? The uh... the uh when they came back when the when the fishermen came back they put um Pat and Rudy and Gloria in in this uh cage and they ended up putting Mike in there too but they were messing with him they 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 started I can't remember what they did but they injured him pretty bad at chopped cars. off his hand right oh you're right that's right yeah. they chopped off his hand and then they put him on this uh little cage that was submerged in the water the bottom uh-huh. part was and then it showed this part where there was like tons of leeches all over <laughs> him, and that reminds me of you why you remember that time we went out for golf ball hunting you had leeches on your yeah. nuts or something? I do I can't remember where they were I don't think they're on my nuts, but they were getting there. And that was disturbing. I just saw that and, and them pulling it out. I just remember you squealing, <laughs> Get them off like, I'm not gonna touch those. They were they were a lot smaller, that but was yeah. Bad. So that was Sam Sam's nice. uh leech. I didn't know we had leeches
1: here in golf ball either.
0: ponds. You know, the funny thing is we went in the same pond and only you got leeches. They
1: were attracted to my old spice.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> had to be. Oh, man. Uh, you know, ends up they they just imprison them. They torture them. There ends up being some pretty sadistic deaths, including uh, two booby impalements. That was sweet. That was That was sweet. Are you kidding! That was wicked. That's awesome. Um, I mean, obviously, we don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, I don't think there's really hell of a lot to spoil now. Like I said, the, ending, this... the very final part kind of pissed me off. too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, that's I was...
1: that, that's my complaint about this. I mean, while I kind of. I watched this, I'm like, this wasn't nearly as bad as what I remember Cannibal Holocaust. Right. And then I watched Cannibal Holocaust, like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. That's way worse. And I think they upped the ante, because this one came out first, right? This was 1980, and Holocaust was 81. Uh, let me look. I'm pretty sure that's how this works. This
0: came out in... Um, no, this came out in 1981, and Cannibal Holocaust, it looks like, it came out in 1980.
1: Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, pretty sure. Let's check. Let's look. So, of course, Mike was correct that Ferox came out second. But, you know, this... This was just, it just kind of was like, hey, we got to do this again. It sold some money, had an audience, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. it didn't really bring anything new. And I think that this would have been a lot more effective if you just had people starting off going into the, you know, that they told the story of Mike and that was going on. And then the cannibals up, up I just, I didn't like the side shit that went on with both of these movies.
0: No, well, you know, to be honest with you, that didn't bother me as much. The I mean, I don't I, I mean, I don't I mean, the way they told the story, I think it was fine. You know, they obviously they we knew that Mike was bad, you know, because of his whole deal in New York and the and the cops were looking to him. It's funny because the cops actually end up showing up. They end up to catch Mike. It's just such a heinous crime that they fly down to the Amazon to go after him. Yeah. That seems a little far-fetched, but uh, what better way to get uh, that one guy down in uh, a cannibal movie? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So anyway, you know, I I don't mind that too much. The one, I think it's just mostly the the whole where I'm going to disprove cannibalism ever existed in real society. She never, like, claimed that nobody's ever eaten another person, but she did claim that, uh, you know, that as far as like a real community type you know practice that, that it, she's claimed that, that it's never happened or whatever mm-hmm. and i yeah i don't want to i'm i'm not going to give the very end part but it pissed me off <laughs> yeah. was like, all that right. you know, dumb whatever so what do you give it um i give it a don't bother i didn't, I do too. <laughs> I didn't like i didn't like cannibal ferox very much i will admit that there were some uh, like like comical parts i don't think I don't think they meant to be comical, but just like you were talking about when they dumped the muskrat over the side. (laughs) It jumped out, uh, dude. I was like, what the (laughs) – and they just kept driving. Oh, my gosh.
1: It was pretty good. And I I give it a don't bother based on the fact that you've seen Cannibal Holocaust.
0: Well, and and that's that's the thing. This added nothing. No. I mean, in fact, um, Cannibal Holocaust – does this plus more. Right. That's the so, one you need to see. Well and the thing is, is it's not like this is like a gateway drug to cannibal holocaust. No, it's not because it tries to be as dirty and as nasty it doesn't succeed. But it, I, I would just say skip this one mm-hmm. and uh if you want to get into the cannibals,
1: go see Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, much, much better done. I think uh you know, you, you get to see what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> In that, because this has, I kept a death toll on this because yeah. uh, I wanted to list all the stuff that happened, just so people are aware. Uh-huh. So you have two larvae that get killed. Larva, yeah. The, the, they remember when the Indians sitting there under the tree for some reason. Oh, and they, yeah. They, they pull the tree back or the bushes back, oh, and he's he doesn't move. Slugs. He doesn't move at all. That didn't scare him. That the bushes move back, he's right. just going to keep eating it. So he just eats the slugs. He's hungry. It's tough out there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you have two larvae. You have one spider, one giant butterfly. You have one muskrat by an anaconda. Yeah. Um, uh, you have I, a monkey baby by a leopard.
0: Oh right. A pig. But you know what? Those it those seem almost silly to me because well, It's silly. like well, I mean, obviously the I mean I I wasn't interested in the in the desk, but it just seems like oh, let's uh, remember that. Uh, National Geographic Yeah right, we kind of, right Let's just splice A exactly. little piece in It was dumb
1: Well that's what it is And that's exactly right That's why I made sure To put down that they Were by animals <laughs> Right uh, You have a pig You have a snake By an iguana uh, You do have a tortoise I did I did like that death. fight That was pretty, was, I was pretty
0: funny I would have guessed uh, The other way yeah, But I won't too. give it away Yeah me too But I won't give it away
1: You have a tortoise And like we said That happened pretty quick um, And then you have a crocodile That they got I
0: don't remember I remember the crocodile I don't remember them killing
1: it It was already I think it was already dead By that point But they should have gutted it Oh. Oh yeah, nope, you're right. I think it was reflected. That was real dead. gutted. Oh yeah. No, That's they gross. really got it, yeah. And then there were ten people that died in that Okay. Movie. So and you know those were fake, obviously. Right. <laughs> um so the the mammary count on it was nineteen, you had a two on a junk alert.
0: Oh, dude, was this no no it was cannibal holocaust. Yeah, there. okay. So two on the junk oh,
1: alert. Oh and uh one got ripped off and eaten. Yeah, but you didn't really get to see Well, that. not
0: like you did in Cannibal Holocaust. Right. right, yeah.
1: You knew that it was happening. But um, what did I learn? The piglets are terrorists. That was from her <laughs> I just couldn't believe that she was so scared of that not do anything. <laughs> and then where Fear Factor started. Yep. The dude eating those larvae. You know what
0: is one thing, and I know that we that I shouldn't may- maybe bring this up right now, but this and Cannibal Holocaust, it's almost strange. These almost didn't seem like horror movies because it was bright. It was yeah. pretty. Yeah. You know the the landscape was was beautiful. It seemed more like watching um like a crazy apocalypto almost. Yeah. Yeah. I, instead of uh, uh I don't know, not like your regular horror movie. Right. But it, I mean obviously what it, where else would you classify this? Yeah, it's got movie? it's got the the elements. That's You've why it, that's why it's own that's why it's its own genre. You know, mm-hmm. because it's it it's unlike you know, and there's a certain feeling to watching these, those movies that, I've, that I haven't gotten, probably because of the real animal
1: deaths, which sucked. Yeah, you know? we'll get more into that in Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I skip this one. But I, I have a who else said that for this, too. Okay. Which is, what a whole Rudy and uh, gay Fat Albert said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best. Six Degrees was Robert Kerman in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right, so we will uh, take a quick break.
13: Hey y'all, McPierce here. If you love zombies, comic books, horror, science fiction, or video games, then you'll love the Little Dead Podcast. Each week I watch movies, read some comic books, play some video games, and then I tell you all about them. I'll even tell you if you should buy them, borrow them, or not even bother with them. I'll also take a run to the comic shop and then tell you what I've bought and what's worth reading. A Little Dead Podcast, the place for short and to-the-point reviews and commentaries on science fiction, horror and zombie movies, video games, and comic books. You can subscribe at alittledead.mypodcast.com or on iTunes. You can join our forums at alittledead.multiply.com. A Little Dead Podcast, the place for full frontal nerdity
12: everybody and everybody clap your hand we lambda 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 and oh make a move
0: Uh, Alison Chains kicks ass
1: Amen brother
0: All right, uh, I just wanted to make sure that uh, we mentioned that Next movie that we're going to be talking about today Is Grim Love
6: Is it wrong to want to find someone Who can see inside of you Into the darkest corners of your heart And still love you On September 19th 1998 Oliver Hartwin first made contact Via the internet with Simon Grombeck Ten days later, they met. Twelve hours later,
4: Simon Grombeck was dead.
0: otherwise also known as uh, Rottenberg, R-O-H-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. I assume that's a name of a uh, German city or something. Um came out in 2006. It was directed by uh, Martin Weiss, who's actually, this was his first feature film. He did a lot of music videos for uh, pop sensations such as Brandy, Puff Daddy, Nickelback, and Fuel. I dump on every one of those bands. <laughs> Uh, Let's not get back into that conversation. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, It was written by uh, T.S. Fall. He also wrote the Hills Have Eyes remake. Uh, Excuse me, the Hills Have Eyes 2 remake. Uh, IMDB gave this a 5.2. Starred uh, Carrie Russell as uh, Katie Armstrong. Thomas Kretschmann as Oliver Hartwin. Thomas Huber as Simon Grombeck. And uh, let's see, Rainier Messinger as Young Oliver uh, and Marcus Lucas as Felix. Uh, synopsis: In Germany, a graduate student, Katie Armstrong, researches a cannibal killer, killer Oliver Hagen for her thesis. She becomes obsessed with her subject and ultimately plunges into a lifestyle similar to Hagen's and the thousands of people like him. I think that's kind of a dumbass yeah. synopsis, anyways. Skip that synopsis. Pretend I didn't say that synopsis. We'll just we'll we'll go through the movie. But uh, first, let's get your thoughts first.
1: This uh, this was. This was disturbing. You know um, this, Out of all three of this of these, this probably disturbed me I, the most. I agree. And, and the only reason why I did was because I'm watching this, and the story in and of itself is disturbing, but to know that it really happened was, it just kind of put it over the top. I'm just watching. It's like, are you shitting me? Well, are, without a are doubt. Are you shitting me?
0: Yeah. Well, and you know what? Uh, one, one thing that uh, this movie did is, what's her name? Uh, Katie did some, uh, narration of whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one, one thing that she said was pretty, uh, kind of hit me like, you know, pretty, I mean, I I wasn't like floored or anything, but she basically said, okay, so now here's, here's this guy who decided that he wanted to eat somebody. And here's this guy who decided that he wanted to be eaten. You know, what's the difference between them and us? I mean, what, what sent them down the wrong mm-hmm. path? You know, it, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that anybody could end up at that place, but I'm thinking, I mean, what's the difference? These are two normal dudes. They did have tough growing, you know, you th- times growing up. But what makes you a cannibal? Yeah. What puts you there? Yeah. What What
1: is your mindset that that happens? And then just when does that become okay? I and, mean, what and, has to and happen? That there's, and that there's someone that close who wants to be your victim.
0: Right. I that that I I mean, I'm not saying I understand about being a a freaking cannibal,
1: but I even less understand about being a victim. That you feel so guilty that you're okay being eaten? I yeah. mean, that you're actually looking on a, a cannibal board because you you want your thing bit off? <laughs> yeah, I mean, wild. seriously.
0: Well, okay, so now this movie took itself pretty seriously, and it was dark, and there mm-hmm. was a couple of times when, uh, especially when she was doing her narration, when I was just like, wow, she thinks she's pretty deep. But, you know, it came off a little bit silly, but most of it, honestly was uh you know i mean I, it wasn't i mean it wasn't like the deepest movie in the world, but some of it was thought provoking and
1: and there wasn't a ton of that i mean she no. just, she just had little snippets here and there but but, but was, i i think what i think it just took
0: itself in some spots so seriously that it just kind of it, it was just kind of like
1: wow mm-hmm. you know i i mean I didn't really know how to react cause it was like well yeah. to her to her to the point of her character, one thing that I really liked as they buttoned it up and followed it all the way through, as I kept thinking, why the hell would you want to do your thesis on this? And, right. But but she really did. And then as you see her character well, progress, and then she saw think- the video at the end. Yeah, her reaction to the video, I thought was 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 real. Do don't you think that this is one of the most interesting stories ever? I mean, to me, yeah. to me, it's like what? Yeah, right. and
0: in fact. After watching this, I thought I want. I I felt like I wanted to go out and like figure out what really happened. Well, that's what I did. Yeah, but I mean, so I mean, that this is fascinating. Not because it's something I want to get into, or not that it's um, you know something that I
1: think is cool and fantastic. It's Mm -hmm. just like what the crap, right? I mean, it, it, I went looking for cannibal message boards. Yeah, did you find any? Uh, I didn't. I found one that said, "What would it be like to be a cannibal?" But I didn't find any. Uh, there was a bunch of German stuff too that I couldn't understand. What the German was, right? So I don't know if there is or not. <laughs> yeah, I, and it blows
0: me away. That other than that, though, other than the just a li- maybe a little bit too seriously, um, it was all told in flashbacks, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, it, basically, we we found out uh, between uh, Simon. The uh, victim. I mean, kind of where he's coming from as a child, and, and uh, Oliver. You know, you know, same deal. You know, kind of what what led them to ended up being
1: where they ended up. I so guess. Simon, though, just so we understand this from, and I want to make sure I understand correctly. So Simon grew up. He knew he was gay. And his mom saw him in a gay situation playing as a pena- teenager. Uh-huh. I almost said teenager. <laughs> as a teenager playing doctor with another boy. Right. And then his mom ended up not so long later committing suicide. And it seemed like that's what he was feeling guilty for that he felt like he caused it. He was so right. ashamed of it. That he ended up causing his mom to kill herself, and then her, I, you his know, dad I don't, I don't know what it. Was?
0: Well, I think that uh, I mean that may have had something to do with it, but there, were, I mean, there were also times when, for instance, there's that scene that um, um, the, uh, Simon's dad was reading to him, basically his mom. You know, he's saying, you know, mom doesn't love me. You know, she's like, sure, she does. But, you know, there she is all drunk and drugged up. And I think she was just in her own little world. Right.
1: Know? And and that could be. But I, I took it from Carrie Russell's narrative. No, maybe. And, yeah, that, that, I could see know, that. You know, because they were saying stuff about how, have you ever felt so guilty that it eats through your bones? And I was like. Well, no, no, he definitely felt guilty about
0: something. I'm yeah. not sure if it was because. Um, of his mom's suicide. Well, well, no, no. no I, I, I'll bet you it was of his mom's suicide. But I don't know if it was okay. because that. I don't know if her suicide was related to him, you know, being gay. I, I No, no, I oh okay.
1: I I I think what I was looking for is why he felt guilty. And if he was no, carrying, I bet. if he was carrying his mother's suicide as to why he felt guilty, I'm just I'm trying to equate okay, I feel guilty to I want someone to bite my thing off and eat me. <laughs> and I guess I'm trying All to understand right. that feeling of why you'd well, be a victim. Yeah, because I mean what kind of a what level of self loathing would you right. have to have? You know, and would you? Feel, I mean, do you feel comfortable? Because now you feel like you're inside somebody, you're a part of somebody that's, that's bigger than you. Or you know, I, I just was trying to. I was. And I'm not trying to be a dumbass like philosopher or anything. No, I, dude, I'm Just I'm really I, because this really happened. And the, it, that,
0: the it, thing it, is, is that's the type of thing that that makes you want to go research this because it it's just so mind blowing.
1: Yeah, because if this was a fake story, I'd be like, oh man, that is horrible. You, I can't. But that that is terrible. But I wouldn't think so. You know, to be honest with it. you, I think that the
0: fact that I this this move the story was so fascinating that it made the movie better. Yeah. I think that this movie could have been like half as good, mm-hmm. but with that story, mm-hmm. it I still would have been like wow, mm-hmm. that's wild. Mm-hmm. Um and you know and also, I mean there was a lot of uh uh you know the way that it was presented like I said in flashbacks, but I mean the the, the colors were very muted in this. There was a lot of ambient kind of uh, creepy music. I mean, there wasn't a lot of like. Every once in a while, you'd hear some strings and things like that, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't really, you know, there wouldn't be like a whole song put together like for an action sequence right. Right. because I mean, this was a pretty slow moving movie, uh, and there was no. But it was I, only an hour and twenty three minutes. No, well, right. I, you know, the things I didn't like get bored or right. I, I didn't mean to 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 say I wasn't saying that, but basically, um, I mean, there was like there was not a lot of action. There were a few parts that. Uh, I was watching it; and it made my head get hot, kind of. Is that is that weird? Because I was like, "What? Yeah. What is? Wow. Yeah." And really, graphically, it wasn't that bad, but just to just to think that this is going on and this is real blew my mind. Yeah, me too. You know, and I'd heard the story before, but the movie did a good job of maybe creating the setting that this would have happened in,
1: and I mean, it was pretty bad. Well, and the reluctant characters. I mean, you don't think that they because there's a one point where Oliver. He's, he's sent out this message, right? And he's got a respondent, and the respondent comes in, and he's totally just looking for sexual gratification, right? And gets to the point, you know, and Oliver's just going through, tell him what's going to happen to him, you know. This I'm putting a bucket here, and this is where you're going to bleed out. Uh-huh. Your blood's going to squirt all over me, and you can tell he's getting aroused and excited about it. But then the guy changes his mind, and it's not like Oliver beats him into submission or anything. He lets him go, well, because I don't, I think that part of the rush was to have somebody
0: willingly give themselves up No,
1: and I totally agree. Yeah. But it was just fascinating to me that, you know, where you see a serial killer that's that's doing this type of thing, like when I saw I think it was called A Portrait of a Serial Killer. It wasn't Henry Portrait of a Serial no, Killer, I don't know. but it was another one anyways. It was a foreign movie. It's similar type setting, but he would forcibly kill these women where this you know Oliver is just he's respecting the wishes of, of these people. And it just made it well, made it more of a reluctant. Now listen killer. Here, now I thought about that uh-huh. when I was watching this and, and here's here's what I, I think
0: that um you know a lot of serial killers obviously have anger issues and you know go out and we I mean we've talked about before that rape isn't for sexual gratification. Right. It was for showing power. I don't I think this was a whole different thing. Basically what I think it was is these are two men who are so lonely yeah. That they need some kind of uh of, you know someone to uh connect with mm-hmm. and that this is and for some reason this is the way they did it, and so if they're not making that connection, then it does nothing for them. i that that's kind of what i what I thought you know, well, it's, you know yeah. because you're right, I, I thought to myself why doesn 't he just kill this guy right. because if he doesn 't kill this guy, this guy's going to go tell somebody. And but he
1: wouldn't because he's like, yeah, I was on a countable chat room, and I'm into this kind of stuff. I mean, he's—I like, don't know, I he well, well, I, like I don't know. Maybe, maybe. it's uh,
0: Thursday at uh, that one bar at the Hanville. I I don't know. All I'm saying is, is the fact that uh, I I mean I
1: think that that's I I just I don't get it. But it's it's just it's a weird. I don't get it. but It's, it's a just,
0: weird relationship, and it's a weird. It's.
1: It's bizarre because like, you think about the act of sexual intercourse and how that brings you close together. This is, like, way further than that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're looking to come together, in a weird, twisted, bizarre way, that's what this is. Here, it's like, here's where we get sex into the is fact not good that— uh, enough. Sex is not good enough. I want you to eat me, and I want well, to eat I you. I don't
0: necessarily think it was sexual.
1: No, it wasn't. I'm no. just saying the connectedness that comes from True. sex— Oh, I see. They take it this huge but, step, but further. you
0: also have to realize, though, that um, I mean, these people weren't getting any connections through right. through anything. That's right. no means. I mean, that like uh, what's his name? Uh, Oliver lived with his mother mm-hmm. until you know she died, but um, that was the only person he. It seemed That's like right. he ever really. Interacted with except for what there there was a woman there that I, I think nurse, it was her, her was her nurse, mother's nurse, nurse his mother's nurse
1: but the mother guilted him into staying around no
0: absolutely yeah. and and I mean that adds to the loneliness and to the the emptiness in him you know and
1: it's I mean but to go from loneliness to eating somebody that's that's no, dude, where the wires are no, crossed but I yeah.
0: don't know yeah. I mean for all we know there there were some <laughs> mental issues which obviously I think by definition cannibalism. You know, maybe maybe I'm not being uh uh, uh what, what do you call that uh, open enough and just just letting people be who they are. But I think if you're into cannibalism, maybe
1: there's something wrong with you. I don't know. So let me ask you a question. And answer? this is serious. Oh no. No, this I'm being serious because I really thought about this. Okay. How much would someone have to pay you to eat a penis, cooked and and raw? You know, some, like how much how much would it take? How much would how much would you like? Seriously, how, I was thinking about this. What? Wait 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 wait. Can it be cooked? And, I, I and want maybe, an answer
0: for a cooked one and a raw one. Can I use spices in either one or, sure. or like a, sure. a sriracha sauce? Yeah, man. Uh, man, I think I'd be pretty
1: cheap on I a cooked one. <laughs> I would be too. I would be too. For like hundred grand, I would do it. I'd probably do it for, for $10,000. Wow, you, you're a cheap bastard. No, I've really thinking about it. Probably ten grand to eat a cooked penis. I'd probably do it. You know what's funny is uh, even today at work we
0: were talking about that I don't think there's one thing I would do. I wouldn't
1: do for a billion dollars or something. <laughs> that's what I mean. I could be bought, yeah. but for a raw one, like if you're just to, to bite it off and eat it, ten grand. No, that's I wouldn't do it for ten enough. grand. No way. No, no. no, I wouldn't even do a cooked. Maybe one for, 10 for grand. eleven. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, ten grand is not that much money. Yeah, but all I'd have to do is eat a cooked one. It's a cooked and then piece you of meat. Ten
0: grand. I guess. I, uh, I, that's I what know. I'm
1: saying. I really I put some, even though it's horrible to say. I really put some thought into it. I'm like, no, really, seriously. Because I, mean, I don't get grossed out that that I mean I eat mayonnaise for shit's sake, so to eat the freaking penis. Great, now that's going to be just <laughs> crap. I was
0: going <laughs> <laughs> to say. Everybody, listen to uh, it came from the basement. Next week, when Steven takes that out of context, except for that's not even out of context. No, that that's was just, just straight I mean, and eat we, the penis. We, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've taken our uh, our uh, rightful place.
1: It is it, the uh, most homoerotic. Uh, Show in so, the DBPN. So here's the deal. That's the question of the week, and I want to hear voicemails back on it. No, no. How no, much? No, no. How much money? How much do you would you realize What
0: conversation? That's going to bring. Up I want to know. Next week.
1: Really? I want to know. Not because no one's ever going to do it. Hundred grand. Hundred grand for you? I seriously would do a coach one for ten thousand. I would eat it.
0: Ten thousand. That's true. Ten
1: thousand to. Wait, wait, wait. Would it have to be like a big
0: giant porn stars one or could it be? Well, like according some, uh... to Patrick,
1: uh, no, you wouldn't have to be impressed with the uh, 11-incher. No, just like a normal. I don't know. Mine's, no, mine's normal. What? 13 you... inches? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I fold it twice to wear shorts. Right. <laughs> no, no, but I just normal and you just cook it. It shrinks when it cooks. Not that I know. It's like a little bit. What? Like Most meat does. It's
0: like ballparks do the opposite. Yeah, dude. So
1: anyway, I don't know. Like anyway, I said, a raw one. You'd, I'd probably have to go. I'd have to go a hundred thousand. You know what, the, thing, the thing. Maybe is fifty.
0: Though, I'd do it. No, listen. If somebody's going to pay you money to do that, yeah. they probably have a hundred grand laying around. So I would barter with them and try mm, to get a hundred grand out like of them
1: at least. I like it. Wow,
0: that was that was. Like I said, that was going to
1: be thought provoking because I really put some thought into that. Anyways, back to the movie. Well, you know, as far as this
0: goes, I mean, there's there's not a heck of a lot to tell. I mean, we don't need to go into every detail. But but uh, as uh, we kind of follow Carrie, um as she finds out more and more about uh you know, both Simon and Oliver, we see some of the you know what the thing is this was one depressing movie. Especially because it seems like we got to know uh Simon more. And uh this guy was just felt so guilty and was self loathing it, it was just depressing, because I mean this guy was obviously sad the the actors in this movie were very believable, especially the two main guys and uh, we basically follow uh, Carrie she does her research, we learn more about their backstories um, finally she ends up she she knows that there 's a tape out there she you know and she goes on to the cannibal chat and apparently it was easier for her than it was for Sam she says hey listen i 'm looking for this video.' and uh no, it's I, out and, there. and listen i don't think it's I, out there. I don't think this is um i don't think this is spoiling anything because it's out there you know i mean th- this is a pretty a fairly well known story but uh, you're right she ends up getting a hold of the video and watching the video and you know what after the after watching this movie and for her reaction you're right i mean it was just kind of like wow i don't think this is like a masterpiece movie i don't i don't think that this is uh something that i will ever watch again ever ever mm-hmm. however the story is such that it blew my mind and it was so interesting and it was thought provoking in that it made me think like introspectively, you know what? Okay. Maybe I'll never turn out to be, um, a cannibal, but if I were, if I, if this had happened to me, maybe what would I be doing? Mm-hmm. I guess is the question. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that I'd be a good dude, you know, unlike uh, Florida possum, uh, saying that our, uh, our voicemail message is too nice, you know. But but you know, but but
1: you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Just so everybody is aware, you can't I think I haven't been able to do it yet, but I think you can go download the actual movie. The names were changed in this, so the actual name of the guy that ate the uh other guy is Armin Muse, and that's A R M I N. His last name is M A E W E S. I think that's how you spell it. M-E-I-W-E-S? It's M I E. Anyways, if you look up something close to that, you'll find the real name. But if you look that up, I was able to get, if I were to sign up to download some Torrent something or other, uh, it says that I could get that movie. And I just, I didn't sign up because I was looking at it on my work laptop, which if I signed up for Torrent downloads on my work laptop, I may be in trouble.
0: I do it all the time from trusted download sites and only it. non-copyrighted materials. That's And that's what you need to do. It's
1: exactly right.
0: I just do it to learn. There's a lot of information out there on the internet. I, I know. Like cannibal cannibal uh, chat
1: rooms yeah even though those are hidden somewhere if anybody finds them i was going to go i was going to go put something up that i want to be eaten and see how many people would respond to me oh my gosh i to put my name as paul mefford <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway so what do you give this movie uh i give it a rent like i said i it, i think it's a a higher quality movie of a rent i don't like i said i don't think it's excellent but i think it's I mean I think as far as the movie is concerned it's a pretty solid movie but I don't ever see myself revisiting it. I give it a bone saw.
1: Really? And here's the reason why. I can't in good conscience give it a buy because I would never watch it again. No. But I think that the way that they did this and because this is a true story and that, you that's have
0: what it's all about to see it. It's what it's all about is the true story and I um, I'm I mean I'm sticking obviously with my with my uh mm. score but I see I mean I, I don't I still don't think it was a bone time my opinion, mm-hmm. but I see how this could affect someone mm-hmm. in the way that only a bone sock has. yes, right.
1: so anyways, it was good, but there was no mammary, no junk That alert. was a sausage fest. yeah, and even then you didn't get to see. You saw a see saw cake one. I think that was cake. When he, like, pretended to eat it. That was oh, gross. Oh, yeah,
0: what was it? It looked like it looked dough. looked like
1: wax or it was something weird.
0: Yeah, it was some kind of a, like, it looked like a sugar cookie dough or something. Sugar cookie mushroom. Like a ton. Shit-talk-y. Yeah, it was.
1: Like a, it was a shitload. What did I learn? Uh, where the phrases eat me and bite me came from. <laughs> and the guy's real name is Armand Muse. Those are the two things I learned. Uh, who else said that? Bite off my thing. Bite it off. That was John Bobbitt. Nah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> 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 and then the six degrees. Thomas Kirchman was in Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, who was in War of the Worlds with Tim Robbins, who was in the Hud, uh, Hudsucker. Process. You
0: know?
1: Oh, sorry, I cut no, you it's off
0: because this isn't to Tim Robbins. This is to Bruce
1: Campbell. To Bruce Campbell.
0: You know, I, I recognize the guy who played uh, Oliver. Yeah, he was in. Uh, he was one of the guys in King Kong, and the whole time it he was like the uh, the boat, the main, yeah. the captain of the boat. Or, That's right, or something. It's like, yep. That, and I remember
1: thinking. I had seen this guy before, and it was just weird to think that he'd been in anything. Well, and I knew right away he was in Valkyrie just because he was German, and I'm like, I swear I know that. I guy don't remember Valkyrie, Valkyrie very much,
0: that, and I've actually seen Valkyrie, even though I it's saw not it horror.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah, we went to we saw it in the theater.
0: That's awesome. Oh, the memories, the
1: memories. <laughs> I think we shared popcorn with a hole in the bottom. Nice. That's my favorite joke. <laughs> I say it every episode. Well, listen,
0: now that we're only doing episodes every other week, it, uh, it it's it's funny every it time. Hits. It renews itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that it? Woo!
1: I think so. All right.
4: Flesh Get up and kill. The mind is walking
11: Hey, this is Doug Bradley, Pinhead from the Hellraiser Films, and you're listening to the Cadaver Lab podcast. And You better keep listening or I'll tear your soul apart.
1: See, we'll see how many wet skirts <laughs> over their head, panties showing at work, with that bruise on your cheek. There are now.
0: Oh man, that that is awesome. That was really loud. In my headphones <laughs> by the way.
1: I'll probably drop a weight on my neck, and let's do it at the gym. Did you hear about that dude? Uh, no. That running back for USC. Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck.
0: Uh Okay, so uh, the final and kind of. The king of all cannibal movies, I think, is um, Cannibal Holocaust. Came out in
7: 1980. We really screwed ourselves this time. Trying to, try to stay there for the last shot. I don't even know where we are now. But I know they, I know they, uh, they followed us. And we lost
4: everything trying to escape. We're screwed. We're trapped. Watch out I shooting?
0: Oh, good Lord. It's... It's unbelievable. It's, it's horrible. I can't understand the reason for
10: such
4: cruelty.
0: Directed by Ruggiero Diodato. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, sorry. Uh, it was written by Gianfranco Clerici. Uh, IMDb gave it a 6.1. The budget was 200k. Uh, Robert Kerman played Harold Monroe. Francesca Cardi played Faye Daniels. Perry Perkinen played Jack Anders. Lucia Barbareschi plays Mark Luca. Barbareski or some crap. Played Mark Tommaso and Salvatore Basili. played Chaco Los Ojos. Uh, Let's see. Synopsis. A New York anthropologist professor named Harold Monroe travels into the wild um, inhospitable jungles of South America to find out what happened to a documentary film crew that disappeared two months before while filming a documentary about primitive cannibal tribes deep in the rainforest. With the help of two local guides, Professor Monroe encounters two tribes, the Yakumu and the Yamomamo. While under the hospitality of the latter tribe, he finds the remains of the crew in several reels of their undeveloped film. Upon returning to New York City, Professor Monroe views the film in detail, referring, uh, excuse me, featuring the director Alan Yates, his girlfriend Faye Daniels, and cameraman Jack Anders, and Mark Tomaso after a few days of traveling. The film details how the crew staged all the food. D- is this going a little bit too much? Too many spoilers in this
1: uh Uh yeah, don't go all the way spoiling it, but
0: Anyway, so basically he brings back the footage and they watch it. Uh no, you know, that's not too much spoiled. But anyway, well, we'll I think we'll talk more about that yeah, in uh in this. Um so thoughts.
1: This this was if you're going to watch a cannibal movie,
0: like like a like one of the signature
1: bad cannibal movies classic like metal mike he was talking about trying to stay away from this genre if you're gonna watch one this is the one you've got to watch because this has everything in it 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 doesn't hold back on anything um it's just it's it's exactly what creates the genre i i think i mean it's
0: yeah this is definitely i mean
1: as far as the uh the native tribes
0: cannibal type stuff uh, that genre, this this is I think this is the one that uh, people are going for. Yeah, you know, pe- people uh, try to attain, but um, I don't know. I haven't seen one that uh,
1: that really
0: is as effective as this one is. Yeah, it's
1: just it's shockingly disturbing, and I think a lot has to do with the animals getting killed and the violent. They don't hold back on that stuff. I mean, no, I think the most disturbing one is the monkey getting its face chopped off. I mean, to me. And then the kid going off to, in the corner to eat the meat off the back of the face. Yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, it was just yeah. bad. Yeah, and I mean. I know that stuff goes on. But, I mean, I know
0: it does. Well, you know what's funny is in that scene, Diodata was actually going to use a fake monkey. Oh, but really? the natives were like, hey, listen, use a real monkey. It's a, it's a delicacy here. Right. They actually used two for that scene. Oh, did they? So, you know, here, here's these natives who do that every single day. I'm not saying that it's okay to put in movies or whatever. I'm not making any kind of a statement there. But I'm saying, I mean, that's dealing with these real natives. I mean, that was nothing to them. Sure. And, and obviously, yeah. again, they did, uh, they did the, the turtle. Mm-hmm. You know, they did, uh, you know, all sorts of other stuff in this one, too. I have a list. Of, of what they did, uh, let's see. Of the deaths, that's what I put. The well, not of not of the deaths, but just of uh, animals that they killed. Mm-hmm. However, I I can't seem to find it in my notes. I wrote it down. Uh, okay, what were they? Muskrat. Was it a muskrat?
1: The, uh, that they kept saying muskrat. Oh right, right. Because or they they, uh, they cut the the two veins and it's no, you're right. That's the one where it was screaming. Yeah, and then you've got it tortoise. I see oh, tortoise. Here it is. Here's a okay. turtle,
0: a snake, a tarantula, a spider
1: monkey and a pig. Yep, that's what I got down. Uh, the pig they shot, they just all out the dude, the actor just pulls up and shoots it. Yeah.
0: You know, it's funny because even the some of the actors in this movie wouldn't wouldn't do it. They did not want to kill these animals, but but they so they ended up getting doubles or, you know, people from the crew to do it. I don't know. I don't know what it was like in the 80s, and obviously a Apparently, it wasn't uh, as big of a deal. If that I mean, obviously, that would never happen now. Uh, right. However, this film got a ton of crap. You know, a ton of even legal stuff. In fact, um, uh, I wrote some notes down. Uh, let's see. Let me just read this. Ten days after premiering in Milan, the film was seized by the courts and director uh, Ruggiero Gidado was arrested and charged with obscenity. He was later charged with murder and faced life in prison on the belief that several of the actors were murdered for the camera. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Diodato contacted uh, Luca Barresci and told him to contact the three other actors that played the missing film team. He presented the actors alive and well to the courts, and thus the murder charges were dropped, uh, but the film remained banned in Italy for another three years. So, but the thing is, is, I mean, okay, I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, the, I I totally thought that they killed people in this too. No, but it, it did look real.
1: Yeah, yeah, when they were getting dismembered at the end. Yeah. I mean, very violent, very, very violent. In fact, I was, I was thinking, how do you avoid mob mentality there at the end with those natives if you're not communicating well with them? Right. And it's mob mentality. I mean, that stuff could have gotten away. No, absolutely. With a naked chick, I mean, just, it could have gotten away. Well, no, that,
0: and you know, you bring up a great point because here are these natives, these real natives, and I mean, I'm not saying that they're all savage, but right. but they're not actors. That's right. You know, I don't know how much they're getting paid. I, I and I don't know the the cultural differences are such that uh, obviously they live in somewhat of a savage lifestyle anyway because they live out there, right. and they and they're they do think monkey brains is um, is a delicacy. But um, you're right. One one wrong thing you do. I remember one time. Listen to this. So. Uh, we go out and and I this has nothing to do with the movie, but it, it this is kind of maybe the same maybe a, a good analogy. But uh, so we went out and uh, we, we at work we, we, uh, we my company has offices all all around the world, and uh, there was this uh, girl from Japan who was came who, who came over and we all went out to lunch talk about some of the you know the work BS going on. Anyway, I worked with my brother. And so we're sitting next to each other, and we're right across from this Japanese girl. And uh, we actually went to a Thai restaurant. Uh, no, 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 Vietnamese restaurant. But, uh, of course, my brother, since he's a wuss, he only—he always just orders sweet and sour chicken. So here is the sweet and sour chicken, but he's eating it with chopsticks. And when he gets done, uh, this place gives you so much food that there's no possible way you can finish it. So what he did is he, he took his chopsticks, and he just, like, stabbed them into his... his uh, an extra piece of chicken there he did that to both of them they were both just standing straight up while the girl from japan looks over and starts freaking out and it's like no no take those out take those out right now you know and we're like what you know what the crap and, and I, you know it's been a long time so i don't remember what her reasoning was plus it was hard to understand her because she had a pretty heavy accent but apparently it's disrespecting the dead or something like that and you know so just think about these guys out in in the elements with, surrounded by these natives, what if they were to do something like that and just rile them up and snap? I mean, I'm talking... Yeah, right. Th- this person, sh- I mean, it was like zero to 60 in like zero seconds. She went. She just all of a sudden snapped and she was freaking out. Well, and that's what I was thinking
1: because... It at was the, hilarious. At the, but... end, at the end, when they're raping that girl, so she's totally naked. Right. You see it all. Yep. And they have a native that's, that, you know, there's a bunch of natives that are holding her legs apart and this one native jumps on her and starts starts thrusting. And I'm like... You right. know, yeah, you can act him, and you can tell him not to do that. Not you know, you're not really having uh-huh. sex, right? And I'm not saying that they're stupid, right? But damn right. it, that but- that's just I was like, wow, that and to me that that right there was, was why this movie was effective because I'm like, even though I know this is kind of acting, right? And you could really just slip off the slope. Oh yeah,
0: oh, absolutely. Um, are you talking about the rape with the um, um, with the one that got impaled? Are you talking no. about the one that
1: uh, – I'm talking at the very end, the the white girl, the, the, uh, oh, the main oh, girl oh, at the right. end that they take her head and they run off with it. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that It was, it was brutal. It showed everything. It showed everything. It showed them holding her legs apart and yeah. the guy on her. It was brutal. It was very bad. Well,
0: the thing – and that wasn't even – I mean, that showed probably – that was probably the most graphic one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there were other things. Like, for instance, uh, basically here – okay, so here's the team uh, led by Kerman. Uh, you know who's taking it down, and and uh, he has uh, what was his name, Chaco, or or uh, something like that, taking him down there as a guide. And they come across this native performing a ritual on this woman for apparently she committed adultery or something like that. I mean, and we're talking this guy picked up a rock and was. Um, Raping her with it, mm-hmm. and it was it was brutal, and I think mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the woman there that did, yeah. didn't look like it. Yeah, she
1: looked. At, they they had to do it in mud because they needed to cover her in mud because there's no way you're gonna get a native to act that out. N-
0: oh, it, you know, and that's the thing. Um, and that was actually one of the um, wardrobe ladies uh, that actually worked for it because I for some reason they couldn't get one of the natives. I mean, and for some reason yeah. they couldn't get one of the natives. To I guess act for that some out. reason was just kind of. Stupid thing to say, but uh, but yeah, I mean that was I mean that was a, that was bad. Um, anyway, so I mean let's talk a little bit about the story. The first, I I don't know exactly how long it was, but basically Kerman goes down there with his team. Uh, you know, goes and kind of tries to follow along where these uh, documentary people had already been. Uh, he ends up, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So this is a high level, obviously. Basically, that he shows up. They go down there and they find the actual natives that um, the documentary crew had come into contact with, and uh, there's he, two groups, right? The, the Anamanes and the and, the, and the, the tree ones were the ones that yeah. uh, ended up doing the uh, yeah. documentary people in, but you know, see, they he, they they kept seeing little things like um, you know like one of the natives would be wearing something shiny from. Uh, you know, some of the equipment or whatever. So they follow him. They end up uh, um, ending up at their camp and actually gaining their trust. And they find that, uh, oh, here are all the, the reels of uh, film. So they take the film back, and basically the rest of the film is him saying, okay, they take it back to the network. The network's saying, you know, we're, well, we're, we have to do this. We have to show this um, documentary uncut because it's, You know, the people need to know. And we come to find out that none of them had really... They'd seen part of it, but they hadn't really seen some of the most brutal parts of it. So basically, they they show it to these people. And um, uh, just uh, kind of a debate goes on. I mean, there's lots of shocking parts. Uh, It turns out that the documentary people who have done documentaries before had sensationalized things and and staged things. You know, instances... uh, Or, excuse me, scenes and, and whatnot. So basically it was all bullcrap so they could tell the story that they wanted to tell, which to be honest with you, and this is a debate for another day, but that's how a ton of documentaries are done now. Oh yeah. So I, it's almost like, and I think a, a long time ago, Dave from cheap and dirty brought this up. It's like, yeah, documentaries are great, but if you think that people aren't pushing their agenda, whichever way. Yeah. Like that know.
1: fat bastard. Oh yeah. That's doing that right now. I'm not going to say his name. I do even... pisses me off. I'm not, I, I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, well, so. I do, but I'm not going to say his name, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. He's, he's a dickwad. Shit-ed.
0: But, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing. Well, okay, so it makes a lot of sense, you know. I mean, he's doing that stuff here, obviously. This uh, costs this documentary crew a little bit more than uh, I just remembered his name, but I won't say it out of yes. respect for you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um a lot of the same types of things they go in there they they learn some of the uh you know we we find out that um you know these white guys the these quote unquote civilized people are the ones actually you know are the savages you know or that and obviously that's some of the social commentary that i think i don't know if uh, apparently uh diodato when when approached with hey were you trying to make this uh, kind of social commentary He's like no i was i was just making a freaking awesome cannibal movie you know but you know so we go there and and you think about it it's obvious yeah cannibalism is is uh i mean it's savage and it's mean but but uh, i mean it's a culture where they they have to do that to survive i guess i don't know i I mean i'm not trying to justify it i'm just saying that that uh this documentary crew was uh cruel and they were callous and uh they didn't care about any of the tribe. They were, the tribe was there for the, it at their disposal for what they wanted them for is basically what it was. <sighs> yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's really all there is The uh, it turns out that uh, as they're screening the, you know, some of the found footage, they find out some of these things. They find out that the documentary people weren't on the level and, and how cruel that they actually were. Uh, we won't spoil the end.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that, Along with that, this this goes back to kind of what I was talking about when we talked about Cannibal Ferox. I just this movie's horribly disturbing. Yeah, not one that I will probably ever watch again. Now that I've seen it twice, right? <laughs> but and I hesitate to say this, but to make it more effective, I wish they would have just cut off the bullshit about if they're going to censor the movie or not. Yeah, I, I if they would have just gone well, if they would have just gone looking for these people. Found the film and brought it back and watched it. Well, listen, without no. the commentary about oh we need to censor or oh it's not so bad.
0: But I, just, I, think, I hated that. But debate. listen, to this. And, and, and I mean I'm not say I'm not saying that you're dumb to think that. Mm-hmm. But I think what that gave the movie was a whole another social uh, commentary, uh, another piece of social commentary where um, it brings out uh, the sensationalism in media and that people are out there not because they they really think it's best for the people because they don't know what the hell's going on and they know that it's going to make money. Right. You know, and I think, I mean, and that's one of the themes because basically this lady was like, you know, uh, as, as Kerman came back and was talking to her, I say Kerman cause I can't remember his damn name. And uh, Harold. Monroe. Oh, Harold, Monroe. Harold Monroe. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, So Monroe was talking to one of the, uh, uh, to the, one of the main ladies at the, the TV station. And, and he's like, listen, you haven't seen it all. If, if this is what you're thinking. And, uh, I think it's, you know, maybe meant to be some kind of a, of a criticism on, you know, media, uh, sensationalism, but, and I, I think that's why they did that. No,
1: and I agree. That's why they did it. But it just was like, oh my, agreed.
0: Please. Well, the, the thing is too, is a lot of social commentary in, in a lot of movies I think is, is, um, takes away from it. Right. Now, this wasn't a little he- This was this was a little heavy-handed how they did it. However, there wasn't enough of it to really piss me off too much. Yeah. M- mostly it was just the animal killings that were brutal. The monkey face part. Yeah. Ugh.
1: No, stuff was brutal. I guess I'm thinking about some of the other movies that have done something similar to this, but they take they they don't go down the the side route of having the side thing. Right. Like I'm thinking about The Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. You very well could have had this side. I mean, they kind of talked about it in like a little quick blur, but you just, the end of the show is that the the camera runs out of tape with the girl dead on the ground in case anybody hasn't seen it. But that, that was more effective to me. That was, that was more effective to me than. No,
0: agreed. Well, because you know what? The funny thing is, is this, I mean, this has the same types of themes or it's handheld and, and uh, not themes, but mm -hmm. uh, the same type of uh, a little bit of the shooting style. But agreed, I mean this I mean, I think without any of that stuff, this would have been a horrifying movie, sure, and, but I
1: understand that you know, and probably the the time, the times you know nineteen eighty nineteen eighty one maybe there was some of that going on, i don't know, but and so they felt like they needed to make a film like that, but no matter what this this was over the top, violently, disturbingly, nothing held back, you know, I hear
0: that there is a version out there with all the animal cruelty taken out of it.
1: Oh, really? And
0: I think even with all that taken out of it, it um, it is disturbing and brutal. I mean, the, the whole uh, impalement thing. Yeah, that looked real. Um, it? Yeah, it did look real. However, I know it's not real because I read more about it. I guess she was sitting on a bicycle seat. And then uh, there was just a piece of uh, balsa wood coming out that was painted. And that's what it was. But it looked she real. She
1: kept very still. She did. Yeah, that was bizarre. No, absolutely. Wow. It, it's
0: one of the most horrifying uh, visuals of any movie I've ever seen. You know, it's funny because the first time I saw it, I saw that and I immediately went to the internet yeah. to check it out because I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, right. You know, and now if you look at it, you can tell that the wood consistencies are a little bit different, but it's hard to see Jeez. unless you're looking for well, it. Well, and the first
1: time you see it, you're not even thinking, just like, holy damn. Exactly. It. No, no
0: absolutely. Um,. As far as scoring it goes, I I'm, I'm going to have to give this a score with a caveat. Um again, I'm never going to watch this again ever, but just for the way it made me feel, for the disturbing nature of it, I don't want to sit here and say that the animal cruelty parts kind of kind of uh just didn't affect me because they did, they were disturbing, but now knowing that uh the Diodato if given the chance he he claims that he would he would have wouldn't have done that, you know, same type of stuff. I'm going to give this a bone saw. But, however, the caveat is don't watch it if it's it's just going to be too disturbing. Now, and the caveat is this is probably the, the best cannibal movie out there. Um, but, again, I it, it's terrible and awful and disturbing.
1: And I'm going to give it a bone saw as well. And the reason is I'm doing the same thing you are. I'm going to give it a caveat is that this is a sub genre on its own, and if you're gonna watch one this is this has gotta be it because right. there's you're not gonna find unless you're gonna delve into the genre you're not gonna find anything anything like it well, and the
0: thing is is you'll find you'll find like the same type of settings yes. like that with a little bit of a different uh storyline like uh Eaten alive has a a right. cult member out in the middle of of the uh, the Amazon or whatever, you
1: know, there'll be different things thrown
0: at you, but this is kind of the the big one.
1: Yes, and, and that's that's the that's the big deal for me because, I, like we did with the other one that was very similar, we gave it a don't bother. But now, this is like the king, king. The thing is, is I, movies.
0: I mean, I don't I don't think I did. I gave that a no a don't bother only because this was better. I gave that a don't bother because it sucked. <laughs>
1: No, I agree. But, I agree, but it, but that's what I'm saying. The dichotomy there of how similar no, that was with the, these two. R- well, and we go from don't bother to right? You know, and we right. go that far on the scale. But this just had everything, and and so it is one that really you've got to see because everybody talks about it. We're almost 30 years away from it, right? And people still talk about how horrible, you know, you know how disturbing even, it is.
0: And you know, you read a little bit about it, and it just becomes more like. Well, I don't want to say mystical, but just more mind-blowing. For instance, the scene where where he strips down naked to, uh, I guess, uh, get along with the show the natives that he is not above. He goes out there, and all these ladies are like grabbing at his wiener. Uh, they were actually from a brothel there. They weren't actresses. Oh, really? They were they were natives there oh. that ran a brothel, oh. and so it's just like unfreaking believable.
1: Well, there has to yeah, because I, I was thinking there's no way the natives are going to allow their daughters and things to run out there and play with wieners. Well, unless
0: they're uh, hookers. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you know, you just read all these little things and just the just for the fact that these were real
1: natives is unbelievable. Well, until we're all the different disturbing deaths and disturbing images in an, in a ninety minute movie. Yeah. I mean, because I'm going to go through a couple of these things here. You've got human deaths. There was uh, 13 cannibal deaths mm-hmm. and nine other deaths. It kicks the shit out and of And one, one aborted the fetus.
0: That's right. I forgot about that.
1: And that's what I mean. You, you, they work all this shit into this 90-minute movie of how that disturbing. That well, Yeah They, they, tied, they her tied her up. Tied her up. Ripping it the, out. She was pregnant. She really was pregnant. The, the lady was pregnant. Well, really, there's... Early it, on. Or else it was the best... Makeup job in the world because she was buck naked. Yeah, she's butt naked, and then so then they get the fetus out, and they say sh- show the fetus being pulled out. Yep. Then they go bury the fetus in the mud, and then they kill her with rocks to the head. And it's like, really? I forgot really? about that part. You've got impalement. That's bad. You've got you know an adulterous thing. You've got you know people getting chopped up. You get raped. I mean, it is for ninety minutes of this thing being being out there, and and half of it is is. You know the story taking place of of the commentary on the social uh, censorship or whatever. Right. So I mean they pack a crap load of offensive material into very not <laughs> not very much. And I know that I missed a whole bunch. I got ninety nine on the memory count, and I know oh, I I know I missed a bunch because there there's a bunch of scenes where they show all the natives and you can't I can't count all right. of them right there, um, and I didn't know whether to count the the. You know, girls are like thirteen with mosquito bites or not. So I mean, I just don't <laughs> no, know. So, anyway, no explanation necessary. Sixteen on the junk alert.
0: Whoa, sixteen on. Was that, that are th- is that the same rules as? Uh, yeah,
1: the mammary. Same, so same rules. Could be one f- wiener, but yeah, like the guy out in the oat in the water. I think that ended up being like four. There was also one guy that uh, straight
0: up it looked so real. The the, the blonde guy yeah. gets it chopped off and then eaten. Yeah. I'm looking at it going. They're not obscuring that at all. Yeah. It's just right there, and that just happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was pretty quick, but still, well, wow, great but, makeup but, job. Yeah. So um, what did I learn? South American tour guides recognize dead people by their teeth. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, bugs out of skulls is way scary. You see that all the time in both of the the yeah. and the Holocaust. If you get naked in a river, forest nymphs appear. That was pretty sweet.
0: I, I am actually tempted to go try that yeah. right now.
1: And uh, butchered tortoise looks like uh, freshly baked strawberry pie.
0: That was so sick. Oh, you know what? That was bad. I just, I just remember the tortoise well, the like, squealing and, and like moving, not squealing, but like moving. Well, even after its head was chopped off, and then they were it trying was still to moving. they were
1: trying to grab its legs. Oh. they're trying to grab its legs to chop off its legs, and the legs would recoil back. Yeah, in. They need to cut that shit out. That was bad. and it was long. It, yeah. Anyways, all right, so who else said that? I know they're there. I know they're there, but I can't see them. That's Harrison Ford to Calista Flockhart about her boobs. <laughs> uh, and then Robert Kerman was in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I at least had to get something funny out of that
0: oh, man, that's horribly great. offensive movie.
1: Anyway.
0: Wow, that and I'll be honest
1: with you. That, th- these were three rough movies. You know what, though? They weren't as bad as... like I didn't feel as down you know, but as be, some of the other episodes we've had. But to be honest with you, well,
0: you know what really got me was that grim love. Yeah. It, just, I mean, not, not that the other stuff wasn't disturbing, but that, it was just so bleak that it really is just like, wow. That is about as low as one can get. Yeah. You know, I'm not like low. I mean, it, that is about as... As much despair as a human can endure, yeah. I guess, which was uh,
1: was bad. Phenomenal.
0: Anyway, so um, let's see. Just for, uh, I guess, we're done. There you go. There's your Cannibal episode. Don't expect a
1: Cannibal part two episode. And me- Metal Mikey's going to check him out. <laughs> metal do it. <laughs> do it.
0: Also, remember Sam's contests. Go to the forums for those. Uh, win all sorts of awesome stuff. And don't let me forget to send you home with that stuff. Oh, yeah. Cadaver tracks. Here's the deal, and you know I should have I should have brought this up in the beginning, but real quick, let's go over it. Uh, we've got some uh, submissions, and Ferguson is stoked. He's having fun with those. So I guess what it's gonna what we're gonna do in in this is uh, Ferguson gets the last say on all the rules. So if I'm wrong, uh, let me know. But basically, what it's gonna do is I think we're gonna do one movie every three weeks or a month. So one one a month, and uh, we will we will start uh, to play uh, promos and uh, let everybody know what the next movie is. And uh, of course, once uh, we get all that all in back from uh, uh, Greg, we will make that available. And uh, I think that I think this is a freaking
1: great idea. They all should be in by the time this releases, right? Yeah.
0: So you missed out for um, um, House of the Dead. House of the Dead, but we should have information on the next one. Here, coming up pretty quick. I think that's it, except for um, uh, make sure to visit cadaverlab.com. Make sure to go click on uh, the Friends of the Show. Links onto the side. Dollar Movie Drive-In. Metal Mikey's new podcast has got a link on there. Uh, Action Attraction. And uh, don't forget the infamous Teague from the Angry Glob podcast.
4: (gasps) Please, (laughs) please.
0: Anyway, uh also email us uh, mike at cadaverlab dot com, Sam at CadaverLab.com, dot com, or there is a form up on our, our website. What now what now what were people gonna email you about
1: this week? They're gonna email me their guesses on the three movies that I'm gonna put up on the forum Sunday. Right. Once this episode is released so people know a little bit more, I'm gonna put three movies up there and then just email me your guesses. If it's haven't seen it, don't bother, watch or buy it.
0: Okay. And uh, we love the voicemails. We want to thank everybody for calling those in. Uh the number's 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. But
1: don't call us if you're at a horror conference and we're not there. Cuz we just couldn't Cuz it take just anymore. makes us feel bad. I mean, yeah. we had to take a break and listen to Allison Chains. I almost had sandbite off tears. my wiener. That's right. He said buy my thing off just so I don't have to listen to that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do it. I refrained. <laughs> I didn't have 100 grand. <laughs> All right. So
0: uh for the Cadaver Lab podcast, we will see you
1: later.